so awkward because like I want to do like the like. Uh, by the way, this is uh, you know photos by JRD Josh, amazing photographer. We all know and love you know. So mm-hmm. like, but we'll you know, I've just done that. <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, the first thing I wanted to ask you. Also, we haven't spoken for a long time, um, but but we've like properly. Oh, what else do we mean? Yeah, true. But like you know, on the phone or, or a meeting, but true. we've uh, we we always interface and we like each other's stuff and share each other's stuff and you know all that stuff and yeah, uh, and uh, yeah. So the first thing I want to ask you is, I've been seeing every time I put something up on my story that's like a little like, you know, going at the status quo within the fashion industry or the photography industry or just the creative industry in, in particular, you're the first one and really the only one who like fully goes like, yes, this is true. Mm-hmm. And I feel like everyone else either disagrees or looks at me like, why are you being so negative, negative, you piece of shit? <laughs> Which I sometimes like, that's why I want to sometimes like either put it on the close friend story or delete it immediately after. Cause I feel like, well, why put that energy out there? Because uh, also I'm not perfect, you know. But um, uh, so I was gonna ask you, like, what do you think within your respective field is the biggest thing that's like bogging the industry down and making it not as you know not reaching its potential, or something that used to be used to be a thing that made it good that you enjoyed, and now it's dissipating, or something like that. Mm. Or what the what's the worst thing about it? Like, what do you not like? What's the trend you don't like? Like, you know, one of those things. Oh, I can get into trends all day. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm, I'm I'm sure you've seen me talk about this as well, but I'm sick and tired of like the whole like fish-eyed, like overly like fish-eyed look, and then they go and edit the pictures, and it's like, okay, we get it. We're going through a Y2K vibe and shit again. I'm tired of that mainly. Yeah, um, like a lot of the imagery I see nowadays is exactly that. Like, go on TikTok, Pinterest, Instagram, wherever. It's literally the same shoots you see. Yeah, and I'm just like nobody's doing anything different again. Like you see the same styling, the same like edits, like the same fake Gaussian blur and all this shit. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh God, how many times do we need to see this? You know. Yeah. And, and it loses like um, like the clothes don't really make much of it anymore because people just go over the top with the edits, basically. And um, that's something that pisses me off very much. So. So uh, that's what that's all I can think of. What else did you want me like? What was the question? What, what else did you want me to shit on? Um, well, the thing is, I, I first of all I related that. Like, yeah, I feel like uh, style has come over substance. Yeah, very much so. Um, and I think a lot of people. This is, and I don't know where it's coming from. Like in the video industry, especially the music video industry, which we're not really in anymore as the company, but. Um, you know, I still know what goes on, and it's mm. it's because like the people who aren't creative but hold the money and the power mm-hmm. are making the creative decisions. So the managers, the A and Rs, the the label heads, you know, they sometimes write the um, 
the creative direction or, or you know the treatments for some of the videos and stuff or and the director the artist or, or just the artist itself like the musician who is a musician they're not a visualized you know mm. and they're very concerned with their own uh personal look whereas the more that i kind of age as a filmmaker the more i look at people like that as an actor so when you're on my set on my video you're my actor and they're thinking this is my video and i'm supposed to look good where in my head it's like we're telling a story and we're trying to make a good video and it should be compelling and i don't always care about how perfect your side of that face of your face looks in a particular shot you know mm-hmm. um now that's obviously like times by a million in the photography space and especially fashion but i feel like i think so obviously so like my the faults within my industry or more of my industry comes from the fact that people who aren't creative are making yeah. decisions i think in the fashion industry i think people just, in general people are lazy oh yeah they just like oh this is what i do it's worked for this client this client this client um let me just apply the same style to everything and i don't need to do anything else and then you know they and it's a confirmation bias also where people go to them and say oh when i see your photo i know it's yours like well yeah because it's like it's not appropriate for the brand like i don't feel like people and me and you kind of understand this as designers also because it's like a client comes to you and you mm-hmm. have to understand them as a brand. Let's say it's like a fucking ice cream shop or a restaurant or whatever it is. And you have to interview them and get to know, okay, what are your values? What are your, what, what is, what are you about? And then construct something based on that. And I don't think people are doing that anymore. People, photographers aren't going to brands and saying, you know, what is this really about? Yeah, they are. And, uh, and then, uh, then you can represent the brand as honestly or true to itself as, as possible but also brands these days i mean it's like a italic logo with a swoosh like a circle around it you know like an oval thing yeah uh with maybe some stars and there you go like that's unfortunately it. <laughs> lots of fucking swooshes at the moment lots of swooshes and stars i'm seeing like everyone's trying to get that y2k aesthetic again i'm like yeah, and again, it's like when it's appropriate, it's appropriate, but it surely can't always be. No. Um, so that's something. Yeah, that's interesting. Where do you think it's coming from? Like in your experience, where have have you had pushback on like stuff you've wanted to do with a brand, and they said, "Well, actually, no." Not really, because I haven't found myself like pitching to brands often, but when I do, I don't really get a response anyway. <laughs> yeah. Which is, I'm like, yeah, I expected that because they get swamped with so many emails, I'm sure of it. But, I don't know, I haven't really had much pushback in that regard, but I feel like my style very much is like, how do I describe it? It's like, so many different styles into like, because I think it's hard for a brand to like choose me because I have so many different varying styles in my photography work. So like I can go from like that very clean, like friendly to like very edgy, like commercial, I mean like editorial style. Um, 
Yeah, it's kind of a sticky one still. It's like being good is a hindrance. Basically, yes. <laughs> well, that when you get to a point in, in, a, in an industry where it's that, where people, you know, you kind of, and it's, I think it's very important to actually like be around some of these creative directors and stuff. And also the word creative director, I feel like it's lo lost its meaning. I feel it like has, you know, it has, it has. I don't know what they're, they do anymore. Mm. You know, I don't feel like, um, I don't know. Creative directors are usually more hands-on. I see people sort of giving themselves that credit, but then everyone else that's credited on a project is the people who actually worked on it. And then it was just like a guy or a girl who just kind of oversaw it or got people together or I don't know. But, yeah, no, you're right, you're right. But it's unclear to me what they do. Because also it's like, there you can inject your own style. Because sometimes, you know, it's like if a brand wants a certain look um, and you've been known to, or someone's been known to, 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 to create that, then they go to that person. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, you know, it's like clearly you've done this. But, um... I don't know, people want to be such like jack of all trades and you got to do this and you got to do that and you, you kind of have to be like a video editor now as well, as well as a photographer and a designer and an illustrator and a marketer and a TikToker and a fucking YouTuber. Basically. Yeah, everything. While also like running a company, making it, you know, doing your taxes, yes, whatever sir. bullshit. So it's like, I was speaking to my one of my team members like a week ago, and I was like, "We're you know, we we, we what we're doing is really stupid, because we were having one of these conversations where we're a little frustrated with like some late money and whatever, and uh, it was very much like, yeah, well, this is part of the course. Like we've signed up for this. This is really stupid. First of all, to be an independent business uh, is already dumb." <laughs> Then to be in the creative industry, that's doubly dumb. That's dumb squared. Like, it's really, really dumb. And then, like, to be primarily film people now is even more... I mean, holy shit. It's just, like, not even, you know... Uh, there's nothing that we can... Aff like, we're just creating for ourselves. Yeah. Right now, it's not like it doesn't, it doesn't have any promise of um, money, you know. But it didn't really have it in the first <laughs> anyway. <laughs> like, you know, what's the difference between me like, like me spending some money on a short film that wins some awards versus me doing a video for somebody and then I get getting paid seven months later and less and it's all this, you know, like yes, it's bullshit. Man, like at the end of the day, like it's cool to have all these clients, but what do you want to create? You know, like what's your vision? What do you want to create for yourself? Because you gotta express yourself that way. You know, clients are hiring you for your reason, for your vision, to some degree. So, just it's good that you you guys are creating for yourselves now, because it means no pressure from clients or whatever. You know, you can create whatever the fuck you want. Pretty much. Well, that's been the... Well, this is an interesting question. What, you know, so it's been a year since we did this, which never came out. Mm 
It's more than a year. We spoke on the 20th of January 2021. I had just released my first ever short film. And seeing Red is, was like a newish adventure for you. We're in 2022. The cove is over for more the most part. Um, what are you, you going to do? What are you doing now? <laughs> to be honest, I've just been still creating for seeing Red. Um, I'm just living life, if I'm honest. Like, after the end of last year, like, you know what I'm talking about. I'm not going to get into it. Yeah. At the end of last year and then the beginning of this year, I've just been not in the mindset to just do anything properly. You know, I, I dragged my feet a lot. I wasn't in the right mood to do anything, but it was around April time things started to switch up for me. And then after that, I've just been kind of just enjoying life a little bit more. Like, I want to travel. This, well, I'm going to New York next month. You know, I want to see the world a little bit more. You know, but obviously seeing red is still something that I love to do. Heck, i just done two shoots for it over the past weekend. Yeah. And um, just take that, take that shit internationally, really, you know. If I can do something in New York for it, why not? If I can do something for wherever I next go after that, why not, you know? How long are you? How long are you spending in New York? Uh, a week. Well, a week. yeah, a week. So, um, the first day that I'm just gonna be resting, you know, obviously jet lag and all that shit. Yeah. You know, but I've been speaking to a couple of photographers I know out there, and um, I'm gonna help a couple of agencies while I'm out there. But I don't know trying to organize shit for New York has been a bit of a pickle as well. You know how it is. I'm like, trying to just find the right people or. Just trying to find people to work with as well. Yeah, it is difficult. I mean, I, like, first of all, you know, I went through, me and you were similar type stuff. Uh, Went through some some similar stuff. So I kind of, uh, not just kind of, I know what it feels like and what, and it's this weird journey of like, I don't know, you're in limbo for a moment. Mm-hmm. But then it's the work that saves you. Oh, yeah. It's... Like, I've been I've been feeling like I'm in limbo at the moment. Like, whenever I post something or, like, try to organize something, it's like, I don't get no replies. But it's like, when I put out something that's that I know is great, people start hitting me up. I'm like, where are you? Where was you when I needed people? I was kind of like sat there in limbo, you know, like, heck, when I've, like, when I've been posted about New York, seeing who's about, or if anyone's got any recommendations, nobody gave me a recommendation at all. Because people, I have this theory, and it's, you know, not even a theory, but people are, people are shitty. They're just, oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Or it's like, it, the thought isn't, and this is the thing, this, I guess this is the issue, the thought isn't, oh my god, Josh is going to New York, how great for him. It's, oh, I want to go to New York. Oh yeah, you're right, you're right. Oh, well, oh, fuck, how come, and why is he, and is, does he have a job there? Why is he going? Is he going to be paid? What, what, what money is he spending? Who's paying for it? You know, it's like those questions, or it's just because we're all sick. As creatives, and, and we're starved for attention, even if we get a lot of it. Um, 
So, and it's always like, you know, you, you have these conversations with with creatives where you're like, you walk into a green room or a studio or whatever it is, and then f the first thing someone says is like, oh, what are you shooting on? And I'm like, your mother. Like, that's oh what I mean. You know what I mean? Like, just oh. literally, like, that's like, <laughs> who gives a fuck? My iPhone. I'll still do better work than you, dickhead. Like, you know what I mean? Like, whatever I, like, because I'm not, it's not, I'm just focused on, like what you know what I mean? And it's yeah. like, oh yeah, I've shot this. Have you shot? Have you shot this place before? Because I've been here before. And da 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 da. And oh, what's the what's that camera? And what's the lens? Oh yeah, I've got that lens. But it's da da da. Who gives a fuck, dude? Who gives a fuck? Show me the work. Yeah, that's what you gotta do. What are you working on? What have you made? Is it good? If it's not, shut up. You could be using fucking Ari Alexa's sixty grand cameras. If it looks shit, it looks shit. It's how it's yeah the, the tools, but it's your vision at the end of the day that matters. Yeah, and a lot of people, and I think you know, there's there's like people who um, graduate too quickly because they have like some kind of you know like a like parents or whatever that like buy them like a one D immediately, <laughs> and you know they don't even know what to do with it. It's just like. Um, you don't even know how far you can push this yes. until you've pushed something really shitty to its limit. Yeah. Because then you can take something more, something more expensive and uh, more pro-ish and then be like, look how this, you know, it's not just, I don't know, it's not just for taking pictures of pretty people on a street corner somewhere. Not a street photography dick. <laughs> God. Oh, street photographers on YouTube piss me off. <laughs> yeah, because they're, uh, they're like um, very. Because um, there's a history of very pretentious ones. Oh, yeah. And also, people don't realize like there's a lot of the most famous street photographers lived in incredible cities. Yeah. You can't fucking do that in Leeds. You can hardly do it in Manchester. If you're in New York in the 70s, that's like Americana. I iconic type whatever then of yeah. course like wherever you put your camera now of course there's skill to it but yeah. it's a little like you know you're in the epicenter of like civilization yeah it's not that hard to you know make something amazing whereas you know if you live in like halifax uh, the only thing you can do is like go to like you know take pictures of poor people of homeless people because <laughs> that's the only interesting thing and then you know oh god or like uh that's the edgiest thing or even worse when there's people who go to like red light districts and take pictures unsolicited pictures of sex workers over there yep. and then go like oh you know it's just the real life man like this is just how people live man Nah, man, that's not how they live, bro. <laughs> that's not how they live. And if they, even if they do, get the fuck out of there. Pay them or get the fuck out. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, my God. No, but going back to my point about street photographers on YouTube, like, they'd be making the most clickbaity fucking titles I've ever seen on them, man. Like, this is what you need for proper photography. You need this lens. I'm like, bro, shut the fuck up. And then I watch it. I'm like, really? You spent all that time just to really come on, man. Yeah, like, this is what I need. Is this what I need, really? This filter that's three hundred quid. Yeah. 
Yes, that's going to definitely level up my photography. Get this filter to level up your photography. Get this. Bruv, shut up. And then they, they try to sell you their lots. <laughs> um, presets, whatever. Bro, shut the fuck up. Nobody wants your presets. Yeah. You know? Yeah. To be fair, I'll sell my presets one day. <laughs> Me too. No, do you know what? Because I, I have them. My The way I do my presets is like. Almost per person now. Yeah, same. Because I tend to shoot the same people. So, mm. like, I'm just like, you know, Elia's got one. And, you know, other people have one. Like, they're just like... Um, but this... Okay, so this is something I wanted. Because um, I posted the thing from from TikTok where some dude was like, you know, he's getting bored with, like, white backdrop <laughs> photography. And I see this thing, and I tweeted it as well because I tweet up a storm. And it's like, you know, you see a post and it's this big, you know, they've been, there's some creative and I'm not trying to take anything away from them. These people are very talented. I just think the, the overall mood in the industry, like, you know, there used to be a time where the UK was pushing shit and I don't think yeah. we're far away from that now. Yeah. Um, so you see them like build it up like, oh, duh. You know, I've got the shoot coming out. It's sick. Wait till you, oh, you're not ready, whatever. And then it's just like a couple of like really good looking people in front of a white backdrop with some like quirky little clothing. Mm-hmm. And then the videos are like, it's like super cutty, like, you know, people, like someone turns oh, their head oh, and they no, turn their head no, again. Oh, no, not the, not the, no, don't. You know, and then it's like picture in picture. Where it's like the VHS fo- the, uh, footage is in the middle of the, you know, it's like super in the middle of the frame with other footage going on behind it. And then it's like, I know what you mean. Yeah. And you can find it everywhere. And it's like, what is this? And you know, if you were like a professor or if you were like someone who really, or even just a consumer or some kind of expert, like try to see it from someone's point of view, like, okay, what is this telling me about the brand? What, uh, what is this, you know, how, how, why should I buy this? Yeah, exactly. Um, in what way is this like lifestyle marketing? Mm, True. Uh, so that's, um, (laughs) you know, it's like, even like, cause Marlboro started lifestyle marketing and it was like a cool cowboy fucking having a cigarette. And it didn't really mean much as much as it just like had its, you know, had some kind of iconic something to it, you know? Yeah, it did. There was some something. There was at least something. Hello, what was it? Je ne sais quoi? Yeah, je ne sais quoi, exactly. There was a, yeah, something. I'm like rubbing my fingers together. Like, there was something. There's like something. There was something there. I know what you something mean. Something palpable. Whereas this is just like shallow and, um,. You know, I'm sure it was the lights were hard to set up because they're heavy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, yes. And all this stuff. And I'm sure every person on set was very useful and had to be there. There was no way to do it without them. But now. <laughs> I don't know. But it's not like, listen, I've not, I've not been asked to do one of those in a, in a year, so... Maybe I'm just bitter, but no, uh, no, I'm doing my own stuff. Yeah, we're, we're gonna be doing my our own thing. It's just you know, 
in all in good time. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's a good idea to just like when it's quiet. It's the quiet moments you gotta make the most of, you know. Yeah. So that's what I'm trying to do right now. Like I haven't been hired since. Oh wait, I almost forgot about that one. Actually, the melanin markets like not like not that long ago, and then before that, the last job I did was in January for like flannel. So it's been quiet for me this year. Yeah, but hey, listen, <laughs> that's not that's that's a big that's not bad. To be fair, it was like it's flannels and product platform thirteen, which is the main corporate like the main entity of the 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 client. But still, I, I wish I did have more clients, but at the same time, I'm just like, make do my own thing, like I've always done. Well, you know, yeah, because also it's gonna, it's this thing of, um, you can do, you can be someone's puppet, mm. which I mean, you know, it's not like again, I'm not trying to have a go at people, but it's like you can, there's, there's like two career paths, right. And I feel like the the career path of the person who is somebody who just gets hired for stuff and they're happy to be like a background character and hardly get like, you know, any recognition. And they, they have to scream about it themselves like, oh, by the way, I've been a part of this. Yeah. Um, they, you never fully get all the leverage that you need to be in control of stuff. Um, and eventually you, you know, like for, I have this analogy with filmmakers where like all, everyone in the film industry for the most part wants to be Kubrick or Spielberg. They don't necessarily, they didn't plan on being like the lighting guy on a music video for a rapper with 10,000 followers. You know what I'm saying? Like they wanted to be one of the, you know, they had a vision and everything, and then you've realized there's no fucking money in that for, like, 15 years until you get somewhere, so you do this other thing. And and that's amazing, and that's great, and I'm, me and uh, my team always say, like, if first of all, if we had, if we all had separate jobs, or if we took on clients that, like, because, you know, we get emails for, like, BTS stuff for photo shoots and whatever, whatever, and it's, like, good money... And we'd have more money and maybe <laughs> be a little happier in the short term. But um, every time I speak to people like that who do like, you know, still do like concert after movies and live photography and stuff that I already did for a bunch of years, they're all pretty miserable. And they tend to envy the kind of freedom that me and you have. Yeah. Um. No, and not even a bad way. They're just like, oh, you know, I wish I could do that, and I want to, and this is blah blah blah. You know, it's not like it's it's nice. Yeah. That they feel that way. It's not like fuck you. It's not. It's not bad. It's just, you know, I'd rather not be miserable. Yeah. No, I get you. Um. So yeah, fucking. <laughs> so yeah. So they were, to go back to that TikTok thing, it was like. You know, what? Why are we not setting? Is it just because it's expensive? Like I don't know. You you do photography more than I do, so way more than I do. So like, why do you think it's just like, hey, turn up to the studio with a white background and? Mm, because there's only so much you can do with a fucking white background. 
the end of the day. Because <laughs> it's like, fun, right, great, white background, woohoo. Interesting. But who is in charge of that usually? Like uh, on a on a commercial shoot, who picks that? I think are the producers of the shoot which is usually for e-com now but nowadays I feel like the white backgrounds is just safe for e-com and like the more creative shit is mostly outdoors or they get like a mud studio with a, like a mud set design and shit I don't know I'm not really sure actually because hmm. I guess for e-com it makes sense if, if those photos are usually like literally on the website where you're clicking through them like on like a well, name any you know boohoo or whatever, and it's just people you know posing in some jeans and shit. I understand that you have to have a white background because the website's white and blah blah blah. Yeah, that right? makes sense. Um, but f- for like the reveal of like a brand new brand or um, some kind of I don't know, like I just don't know. There's a f- and the, the the thing is and I'm gonna kind of segue into Kendrick. There are people like Kanye and certain photographers and whatever in the fashion world who everyone looks to and says, "Oh my God, that's amazing." But they never try to replicate. Like they never try to go like, "Well, how? What makes that? Per- what what makes this amazing?" Yeah. How do you get to that? Why do I like that? And in the same way, you know, there's a lot of people who uh, love this new Kendrick album and they're calling it, oh my God, it's blah, 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 blah. It's incredible. It's, it's wordy. It's honest. The video is original and crazy and whatever. And it's like, I just want to say like, hey guys, you know, you can do this too. You, all you yeah. need to do is like care about what you're doing. Yeah. That goes back to that. Wait, hold on before I get on to that. Can you... How's the audio sounding? You can cut it off. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's good. Okay. Um, did you see that Tyler, the Creator interview he did last year at um, Hot 97, I think it was? Uh, I mean, yeah, I think so. Well, he, was talking, he was talking about Jadakiss after the versus battle with um, Diplop versus... Dipset, sorry, versus the Locks, And he was like... You can tell Jadakiss cares about his art and hip hop. The yeah. photographers that give a shit about what they do and the art, the musicians that give a shit about what they do and their art are the best to me. So, like you, Kendrick, fucking Class by Nature, those two guys, myself, fucking Kanye, you know, Tyler, like the people that care about the shit that they create. At the end of the day, will always last the longest than people that just be like, oh, yeah, I want to do this. I want to replicate that. But then they don't do it as good as the other person does who cares about this shit. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Also, shout out CBN. Hold tight. The book is amazing. Don't get that if you haven't. Well, if it's not sold out. It's sold out. I'm going to have to reach out. Uh, oh, I missed it. I was like, I had the website open, and I did something else, and I came back, and it was sold out. And I was like, well, oh, fuck. What you saying, man? And I saw you uh, got it, and I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> I even saw it before it came out. Uh, 
I should, but yeah, going back to what I was saying, like, care about the shit you make. Care about the art you make. You know, if it's an extension of you, you should care about it like you care about yourself. You know, whether that's physically, mentally, spiritually, whatever. Yeah. You know, care about the art you make. At the end of the day, that shit will last longer than you. If you get to that level <laughs> where it's like, whoa, you know. So, yeah. Yeah, try to offer the world something that, I don't know, that hasn't been done before. At least try. You don't have to. The thing about it is, I like a failure. I like a Jesus is King. Failure is good. Like, you know what I mean? I, I like a failed, like, he, they really went for something, and it just didn't, ugh, you know, whatever, something. They read, it's either, like, self-indulgent, or it's just too experimental, or it's too, whatever, whatever. But at least you can you can tell that somebody had a vision yeah. and they tried their best to execute it. Yep. And if it falls apart, it's probably because of many different reasons. And it wasn't really about the vision being bad. It was just about money or the people involved, the producers. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I did some projects last year that, you know, guarded me some 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 like festival stuff that's where the, all the festival things started happening and i've been able to connect with like some pretty great people uh overseas and the like but the projects themselves were mostly a nightmare uh, you know it was like almost every single one last year was like like christ it was really bad in terms of when we were doing it um, and it's usually because, I don't know, I feel like I care about the stuff more than they do. Or yeah. or there's someone on the other end who's got an algorithm in mind, you know? Yeah. Who like, yeah, let's, because, you know, there was like this piece of music that I created some cover art for. And it was very appropriate, I felt, to what it was supposed to be to what the song was and uh like a week before they or a day before they were gonna um send it to distributors it was like oh no no, no let's just do like let's do just the face of this person because algorithmically it does better on uh on spotify and all these places yeah. and it didn't it's not got that much that many streams it just totally failed and not only that, so it's flopped that way, and also uh, the cover art's terrible, and my name's attached to it. And when you have enough of those types of experiences, you just go like, well, fucking, I might as well, if I'm going to make mistakes, I might as well make them for myself. Yeah. To myself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know? I think I experienced my recent fail, actually. Like that shoot I did for Seeing Red over the weekend, I feel like I didn't execute it the way I wanted to in the head. Like the model was great, she was great, but I feel like I didn't get the images I wanted in my head properly. I think I focused too much on close-ups and like to fit with the whole red dress theme. So that was definitely like a failure on my part recently. Just talking about that. Yeah. But cycling back to Kendrick. Oh yeah. Album. Right. Just just before that, one more thing. I have recently, I've done 
reshoots. This is the first time I ever did a music video where, like, two months later into editing, I had to be straight with the client and say, listen, we need, like, a whole... We need to meet up again. You need to put on... I hope you've not shaved <laughs> because we're doing some. And that ended up... This, I released some stuff with the beach stuff. Um, recently, like the guy on the beach, you know, mm-hmm. with a carousel and stuff, because, uh, yeah, so I fully, you know, and it's hard, it's a hard conversation to go like, hey, you know, this thing you paid for, yeah, <laughs> we need to do it again, we need to do it again and more. We're like replacing stuff because it's shit what we have, not shit, yeah. but like it could, you know. Could, whole, be better. could be better and this whole point of this whole thing we keep saying like this is gonna change the game and it's gonna be we're doing stuff that no one's ever done before <laughs> you know so to get to that point because you know it's it's like they're marketing it as that you know they're sharing it like oh dude you don't even when you see this you're gonna your head's just gonna leave the earth Whoa, and geez. you know and then you show the video and they're like well I mean you just I mean sure it's nice you know <laughs> so Anyway, Kendrick Lamar, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Mm-hmm. You start. Well, I love this shit. I love. I've been playing it ever since it came out. Almost like pretty much every day, multiple times throughout a day. Wow. Just trying to understand it, like see where he's coming from, and just like reading the lyrics and stuff, and like trying to make sure I'm like picking up on things. You know, like, and then when I watched the video for N N ninety five, I was like, "Holy fuck, this shit hard." <laughs> yeah, that, this shit hard. Literally, and then like, oh man, the first time I listened, I'm I'm just gonna get into it. The first time I listened to Mother I Sober, I was like, "Holy." Fuck. Oh yeah, no, this it's insane. I mean, there there, I don't think there's a song like that ever. I mean, it's it's Auntie Diaries and that. Yeah, that's that from wait. What was the what's the what's the listing of how it goes from Savior, Auntie Diaries, Mon- and then Mister Morale, and then uh, Mother I Sober. That whole if we t- if I took out Mister Morale, I love that song, but the play from Savior, Auntie Diaries, and Mother I Sober, bro, I was on the floor. Yeah, me too. Fucking. And then as soon, and then on the first song where he's like, "I grieve different," I'm like, "Holy fuck, bro, yeah. fuck!" I'm still grieving myself, and I'm like, "Do I grieve different?" <laughs> it had me questioning myself at certain points. You and know? especially like you know the whole thing of like you ain't felt grief till you felt it sober. Exactly. And you know, and that doesn't necessarily have to be drugs or alcohol. I don't think. No. S- sober from distractions. Sober when you're. So I had this moment recently where <laughs> TMI, but I didn't take my phone to the toilet with me. So I was just faced with my own thoughts. And I'm not usually, you know, I'm not usually, um, I'm either at my computer or watching something or my phone's somewhere. And if, if that little, whatever sadness comes in, I'm just like, let's go on TikTok and laugh at some stupid people. Um, so the moments where you're sober from any 
thing. Nothing can distract you. It's just you in your head. It's a scary, scary moment. Oh, yeah. This is like that for me every day, if I'm honest. Like, my my mind is hell at certain times. I'm not going to get into it, but what was, like, your favorite songs or song from Mr. Morale and the Big Steps? Well, this is the thing. It's like... So, to, to, to break down his last three albums, right? So, very briefly. To Pimp a Butterfly saved my life. That came out and... Um, you know, I understand that it's very much about the black plight in America and in the world. But also, it's an album for people who feel trapped or lost. True. You know, so it's greater than that. But obviously, you get more if you know more and if you've had that cultural experience. Since I haven't had that, but I have had the poor cultural experience. I've had the trauma cultural experience. I've had all those other things that make me relate to it. And they came out in the right time for me. Where I don't think if that album came out and it wasn't in my ear all the time, I think certain things would have happened differently. Which is insane to talk about an album that way. But there hasn't been an album... Other than maybe this one, even though I'm still getting into it, because I've not done the whole open up genius and look at the lyrics as I'm listening, because um, I'm trying to. It just I was I was trying to you know I was there I was I was posting on my stories as soon as it came out boom I was there, four a.m., four five a.m. I was I was ready, um, so. Um, I was going through it, and, um, like, the first, the stuff I don't like so far is some of the, it, it made me realize that it's a shame he didn't drop anything during the Trump stuff. Because mm. I feel like he could have maybe, you know, like he, he was, should have, maybe could have been a spokesperson for some, some some of the hypocrisies and horrible shit that was going on then, you know? Um, but I guess he was just, you know, busy being a father and stuff like this. Um, and also, <coughs> like, like, Damn was his Let's Make Some Money album. That's a great album to me, though. It's a great album, but it's definitely like, let's make money. Let's get, instead of some singer that's signed to TDE, uh, that's not Scissor. Let's get Rihanna. You know, like let's get uh, Mike. What not Mike will, but whoever. Like just these big producers and stuff like this. That like, like humble and love mm, and yeah. DNA. Like these songs that are, you know, have billions of streams at this point. I don't think Mr. Morale. Like I like that he's gone down to. Um, I'm not going to make something that's going to make you feel comfortable. In fact, I'm going to make you feel very uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. I'm, I was uncomfortable a lot of times, especially. I know it's been said a thousand times, but We Cry Together made me very uncomfortable. That <laughs> was both uncomfortable, but also because the Alchemist beat is so dope. Oh, my gosh, yes. That, like, I don't know. It's just this, like, it was funny, but also... It's so one of those things I saw, like, hypocrites online going, like, oh, if your relationship is like this, break up. And it's like, yeah, well, just wait. 
Like, maybe not to this extent, it was obviously a caricature. Yeah. Not to say that those arguments don't happen, I'm sh- they definitely do. Oh, yeah. But even the best of couples do... Because it's, you know, they weren't really speaking... They're, they're not speaking to each other. It's not like they mean any of the words they're saying. Mm. They're just separately hurting. And yeah. because you, when you live with someone, when you love someone, whether it's your wife or your girlfriend or a long-time girlfriend, or even a parent, like a single parent or whatever, you who else are you going to target your rage at if you have any about life you know and that's where you butt heads um it was but it was hilarious also it was like i should have fucked your cousin (laughs) bitch what did you say that shit caught me off god i'm like huh and then he he literally did a biggie because he started fucking at the end of the song yeah and it was a bit of a biggie it was very it reminded me of um even though it was like getting the uh, give me the loot, where it was just like, oh yeah, it's just like back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, or yeah. like the one where he's like, there's a Biggie song where it starts with a long line of girlfriends calling on a on an answering machine. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so it reminded me a lot of those, like or like uh, the one where he talks about how. You know, I wish I, well, I wish my mother had a fucking abortion, like all this, you know, yeah. like really dark, dark shit, dark shit. So, because my favorite song from Tim Pimper Butterfly is "You." Yes. There's like four U's on this. Yeah. Oh my god. You know. Jesus Christ. Because that, <laughs> that had like the clinking of the. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. The clinking, the clanking of the of the like the bottle as he starts drinking more, mm-hmm. and all this stuff. Um, and this is what we cried together, made me feel like. But also, he says this is what the world sounds like. So I think he's also making a commentary on this how divisive the world is right now. I think as well he's making a view on hip hop as well. Like he went away for a while and now he's back and he's like. He's, he's like he's arguing with hip hop as well. That's how I'm looking at it as well. And we cry together specifically. That could just be me. I've seen a couple of other views like that as well online. But yeah. Well, he always comments on that as well. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. I mean, he can have some connection to. The reason why Kendrick Lamar to me is the best hip hop artist of all time. Mm. And I stand by that now. I mean, I'm just, there's no, you know, when Two People Butterfly came out, people were arguing with me about it. I no longer have feel any shame or like, you know, I just think he's, you know, he's outdone Kanye. Oh, he's yeah. outdone all of these people. There's no lull. There's no lull from good kid to this. And he's honest. Like he, the, the, the hot part five. The, the 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 what I took away from that was, um, Kendrick has a wonderful ability to see nuance in people who others might dismiss as immediately bad or toxic, mm-hmm. and he makes a point that he is 
not only on a human level, he's Jussie Smollett, just as much as he is Will Smith, just as much as he's Kanye, just as much as he's Nipsey. Because, you know, Jussie, Juicy, Juicy Smollett. Oh, uh, you're talking about the Hot Pot 5. Yeah, the Hot Pot 5, yeah. Like, he acknowledges that, like, hey, we are these people. We share the same perversions and we share the same guilt and we share the same uh, wrongdoings as a lot of these people too you can't separate yourself from you know this holier than thou thing oh yeah like you can't separate yourself from from the from the sins of your peers and from or your other humans around you because you have those feelings too mm-hmm. and they're rooted in Mother I, mother I sober. Yep. You know, this guy's like... I mean, look at all the shit he admitted to on this album. Oh, yeah. Like, being sexually assaulted, his mother being sexually assaulted, his uh, cheating on his fiance with white women. <laughs> <laughs> that, shit, that shit was hilarious. I'm yeah. Like, um, okay. And that he was like a homophobe for a, for a long time. Um, which is like, but it's like, hey, I learned. Yeah. And there was like, you know, there's an arc to him. People don't come out perfect. Nobody comes out perfect. We're all fucking human, bro. You know, nobody's fucking perfect. I don't know why people are like, "Eh, I don't want to get into that. Never mind. Exactly. But why you, what, what are your thoughts? Um, I'm still absorbing it in a week later, to be honest. Mm. Even though I've played it multiple times, I'm just like, what the fuck? Every time I've played it from the beginning to the end, mm. and then sometimes I play it from the end to the, the beginning, just to see f- how I feel about it, like how it would sound f- upside down, like he did with Dam when he re-released it. Yeah. The um, track listing. It's well, just a lot to take in. Well, again, that was Top Dog saying, "Let's make, let's just sell them the same thing again. Let's make more money." Yeah, and people online were complaining about it as well. So I'm like, "Fuck it, here you go." <laughs> man, nah, man, like, just, oh man, it's just an incredible album. You know, it's already like up there for me of albums that come out this year. And we've had some good albums out this year already. You know, with like, yeah. what the fuck? The Pusha T album, for example. Incredible. Oh, my God. It's so good. That album is crazy. There's not a skippable... There's not... It's just... He's very to the point. There's no, like, oh, yeah. meandering. He's just... Like, the, 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 the opening two tracks are like, what the... All right. Fuck. Oh, yeah. I'm in. Oh, Christ. yeah. I'm trying to remember what else came out this year. Dawn FM is one of my favorite albums to come out this year. Well, yeah, you're a you're a weekend. You're an able stand. Yeah, I am. Fan. I I no, I don't give a fuck. Fucking what else came out this year? What? Well, well, it's like Dawn FM and stuff like that, and 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 the weekend is uh, he's just Michael Jackson and coke and heroin, you know? Oh yeah, I think that's why I like him. Like, and like fucking people, like that's it's just like an honest. I know Starboy to me is the like the song is like the best pop song 
to have come out yeah. in the last 20 odd years I think I is perfect because like it does this thing that not a lot of art accomplishes this which is it's a banger that's actually making fun of itself or you know it's like a you know like he's playing this character like look what i made you look like you made me into even a video alludes to that as well yeah exactly yeah he's like smashing up his old self to make be this new Reincarnated version of whatever. Exactly. So how you doing, man? How you doing? How you doing, bro? Like, it's been a while. Talk to me. Ugh, how am I doing? I'm okay. I mean, I, uh, you know, we've, um, we've been working very hard recently. (laughs) Well, I mean, for the past year and a bit, it's been kind of nonstop. Life has been insane. There's been a lot of ups and downs. Uh, But right now, I'm just... uh, There's this transitionary period uh, that I'm still going through with the company, with grit, with whatever it is. Which is... Because that's just my life. My life is my wife and the business. There's nothing else. I don't do anything else. I don't go anywhere else. I'm very much isolated. Um, the biggest thing, the biggest change so far has been that, like, I've gotten, I've purged people out of my life that have, um, I don't know, that I felt like, I just, I grew up and I just thought, like, you guys are just using me for stuff, you know, so, um, and I feel like that was one of, that was, like, when I first, when I finally became a full adult, <laughs> you know, like this is what actually made me. The next step is like children. <laughs> Damn. Uh, but that's I don't I don't even know. that's fucking next life maybe, but um. Damn, all right. Damn. But I'm because I'm I'm not I've not both me and Leah haven't spent this this many years building our careers just to because this is my belief with kids. I mean I know this is a random thing, but like if you're gonna have kids. You gotta. There's no such thing as half parenting. Like I just, oh, I, I personally don't believe in it. You know, like, okay. like I just don't think you can. Even if you feel like you have a good relationship with your children, I think if you ask them, like, if you're really busy, and you, uh, there's just a certain certain, and I see people like I see successful people or people who travel a lot for their work. You know, comedians or other performers. You know. They generally feel horrible about you know not really being there, mm-hmm. and it's only you know that these these children are only going to be five or six or seven once in their life, yep. and it sticks with them because it's stuck with me and I'm sure it's stuck with you and it sticks with everybody. Oh yeah, and it's one of those things where like eventually you can, well you can love a parent. But then you can also be like, yeah, but also, eh, you know, you weren't, like, let's not pretend that you were this angel. Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, and you have, and it's up to you. The, the hardest thing about that is, like, the person who's brought you hurt in that way, they can do nothing to fix that. Yeah. 
it's up to you to heal completely. Oh, yeah. Which is a shit deal, but that's just how it works. It is. Um, so other than that, yeah, I've just uh, we've just released a short film, which is nice. It was supposed to be shot, finished, and ed- and released in a week. It took six months. <laughs> what? How? Well, I mean, I abandoned. The- this is what happened, right? And me and Longman are going to talk about this more later on. But basically what happened was I had a initial cut with no sound that I did the day after we shot the stuff, you know. And it was very easy because there, there was a clear sequence of events, you know. With music videos and stuff, it's much more difficult unless you have it very planned out. But yeah. if you just have like a performance shot here, then a little bit of a story shot here, and the you can kind of mishmash. You're trying to like make the most effective moments, you know, as much as possible, and you kind of pace out the stuff. But where, but with like something where like a guy is shaving, you know that like, all right, he shaves this side of his face, and then he's gonna move on to this side. So I'm gonna cut from that side to this side, you know. So there's like a clear sequence. So it didn't take me that long. And I showed it to Longman. And he was just like, this is shit. And <laughs> this doesn't look good. The photos look better than this. And it discouraged me. I, and I let it go. So it actually wasn't worked on for months. Um, I did some posters. But it, it, it wasn't, you know. I just thought, well. And then when I worked on it again this year because this was it was shot like i mean octoberish november i don't know even know when but it was like early, you know late last year and it's fucking may now um and uh i you know i had we needed to release something there was stuff that was in the works we've written some short scripts we're getting them made now you know, there's going to be, like, readings and whatever. We actually wrote stuff that have characters in them. And we need to, like, hire actors and, you know, the real big, bigger budget stuff. Because uh, these, like, the last three music, not last three short films have just kind of been, like, these this, this practice. It's like, can we, how do we tell a, can we tell a story without any dialogue or any anything? It's just the mood and the feeling. And I feel like we've done that. So now let's actually make a film with real people. But anyway, uh, you know, I I just like rehauled everything. I licensed songs that I scoured the internet for. And I changed the entire dynamic of the piece. Just with the with the sound and 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 the pacing of it, and wanted to get every every little thing right until it was perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, and it took a long time. It took, I mean, hours of just me like staring at the file, doing nothing with it. Well, yeah. So, um, but now we're moving on to we've written three moderately long short films Bloody hell. yeah I'll send you some yeah do it I 
need to get back into doing a short film, actually. I kind of have one in mind, but I need to write write a script, but I have no idea how to write a script. Neither did I. I had help. <laughs> I helped help from Longman. I had help from someone who I know from the States who is like a professional uh, screenwriter. And I just kind of... Plus, I mean, I, mean, I have I'd had some help with the show I wrote and stuff, but... Um, even that I'd help with. So it's just like slowly. My thing is because I have ADHD. It's just fucking really difficult to sit down and write. Okay, yeah. You I know, get, get just like the whole thing of like, because when you you get into a groove and you know the characters and then you start speaking as them. Mm-hmm. But it kind of breaks that. Um, it breaks the uh, the continuity of it. And the flow of because you have to go and then John said like you have to write John and then what he said and then return return Emily da 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 and then and again the name and the blah and it's just like by the time I've written the name I've lost the flow. Yeah, I get you. Uh, never mind the fact that like if you want to submit screenplays to people to read them and to maybe give to get financing whatever they they have to look like screenplays and it's like you know there's a certain kind of formatting that has to have this being honest so but yeah we're in we're so close to moving on to like our first long 20 25 minute drama wow uh yeah yeah kind of thriller type thingy and then a screwball comedy like a coen brothers type thing and then uh like a mini series a three-part series that we're gonna like release weekly so there's a bunch of stuff plus client work here and there so that's you know so that's we've been you know it's just we're trying to be filmmakers that's hard enough these days very hard how you what about you except for new york Mm, what do you mean like what's new with me yeah well how are you doing i'm all right you know i'm just i'm just surviving you know i'm just i'm surviving i'm flourishing in some ways like, I've been making up a bunch of new ideas recently, you know, yeah, which is when I'm in that zone of making new ideas often, that means my brain is still working <laughs> for one, yeah. you know, so that means, and I'm also motivated to create this shit, you know, like it's been, what, I'll say three years now since Seeing Red has been going on now, or two and a half, I guess. Mm. So for it, for my brain to still be thinking ideas now is great, you know? And then, um, what else is going on with me? So what, I mean, so you're doing these sort of like, where do you gather ideas? Where, where do they come from? What, what do you? Honestly, like all types of, it's funny. I just did a video about this on TikTok today. Like one of my biggest inspirations is music. Because I listen to a lot of music every single day, different genres, different musicians, whatever. Or I listen to the same musicians 
I could go back into their archives and listen to something new. Maybe old, but to me, it's new. And one of my biggest inspirations is music, as I said. And um, besides music, art as well. Like, it could be digital art. It could be traditional. It could be, like, a fucking statue I, sh- I see, like, I want to reference. Or I could be inspired by a lyric, which has happened before quite a few times, funny enough, you know. It could be a mood, like I see. It could be, like... Because a lot of things I do involves a, a, a has a little bit of heartbreak in it because I don't know I just love to bring that feeling out into my work. Like a lot of heartbreak inspired me. Like yeah. I got heartbroken like years ago. Well, not years ago. Like literally a couple months ago now actually. And I use kind of that and turn it into something else. Like I express how I feel through my art. Like there's this new concept that I've been working on that initially was a simple idea, but the more I kind of thought about it and the more I worked on it, I realized I can inject some of my grief into it. And um, in a way, like, kind of get that out of my system because I haven't really... Even though I've kind of processed everything, I haven't really expelled it out of my my energy a lot you know what i mean <coughs> well yeah i mean so holding on to it like i know grieving never stops yeah to express that through my art is what i want to do next and that's an idea that i really want to do but again it's just about finding the right people the right people that will understand why i'm doing this you know so absolutely it really on my side yeah especially when it's something so personal to you you really can't have people who want to bring something of their own into it because it's not about that it's about what you're feeling and they're just like conduits for those for those feelings um well if they do understand it that even makes it even more better as well you know what i mean because like they understand what i'm going through and they can add that into the, them, themselves as well um, I also want to get back into 3D art as well, actually. Well, you kill it with that. I re-downloaded Blender again. <sighs> I know, it's free. I'm not getting fucking Cinema 4D, fuck that. It okay. says free as well. What, Cinema 4D? Let me, let, I'll hook, never, don't worry, don't worry. Uh, uh, maybe, maybe there's going to be a Google Drive link coming to you at some point. Uh, if you know how to crack stuff. But I didn't say that. I'm joking, MI5. Um, Always not. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I have it installed and I've not used it once because, like, I just don't. It's like, I'm trying to... Like, I've storyboarded for the first time in my life mm-hmm. yesterday. Mm-hmm. After making, like, 100 music videos and short films, like, I've never once storyboarded and sometimes you can tell so <laughs> but because oh, but because of this new thing we will have like very limited space and also i only have so much money yeah no, i get you so like we've got two days and that's all we have and if we don't complete it in two days we're shut out of luck so the storyboard will help with like making sure that like we get everything we need but anyway 
So, yeah, I mean, the heartbreak, there's like a lot of red, there's blood, there's bathtubs recently. Um, in your in your work, the the latest thing. There's like, I don't know, you just, I don't know, you're just, you're the best photographer I know. Stop it. Um, and no, but the thing is, like, you're seeing you, well, this is, this is the best relationship you can have to another creative, which is when I see your stuff, and I do miss taking photos because there's somewhat, there's some, they, uh, more easily abstract, and you can manipulate them more than video. I think my approach to filmmaking is regimented, whereas my approach to photography is free. Uh, so, you know, it's like free to do whatever it wants to do. Um, so I want to be a little bit more conceptual and I have an idea in mind. Um, but like, uh, uh, it's the first time I'm going to need like, like, like film level props and possibly makeup and all this stuff like SFX stuff. You know what I mean? Like, so it's going to be like a whole thing, but for the first time ever, I believe I will have created a piece of photography work that is, um, I don't know, that goes beyond, uh, a face that's nice on screen. I get you. You know, um, or just like, cause then I, I never understood, for example, like live photography, like when you really think about it, like, why would people care about seeing photos of like, you know, like lasers going off and crowds and, you know, like, unless you're doing something like you're telling the story of the people who are going and why they're going, um, and capturing a certain level of like the drug fueled freedom that they're having that they can experience but just these shallow like photos of like a dj and then like you know i mean like there's just i don't know and hey, if people are getting paid for it well, that's the thing they're getting paid for it and they get paid really good money and i used to do it and sometimes the light is gorgeous and thingy but there's always like one photo where you capture someone who doesn't know even know where they are they're just yeah. feeling something yeah and you capture them and you're like this is what this experience is about yeah a bunch of people gathering and they're all the same tribe they're all the same blood type yeah and uh they don't know each other but they love each other within that one moment and that's you know capture that not fucking dancing away yeah <laughs> um and i guess that's what you're doing with seeing red i guess which is like you're executing conceptual ideas that um but this isn't it this is the shit thing about the industry which is if they had any fucking brains they'd realize that you need someone like this to come and reinvigorate or whatever the industry killed the creatives, as Kendrick says. There's that absolutely. The industry is yeah, because it's 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 
it's, like, it's, it's like all mundane stuff. Like it's all the same. As he said earlier, it's all like the same stuff. You know, but people just don't want to hire me yet. You know, people don't know of me yet, but they will do one day. Well, this thing is funny. You say that, but they do. It's just the people you want to if them to know you. To you know, you just have a higher bar, but there are people, thousands literally, who look up to you and say, "Oh my fuck! <gasps> if only I did what he does," you know. Um, myself included, a lot of the time, you know. So, um, I feel like there's I don't know. We just need to. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I think. I think at the end of the day, people need to take a chance on themselves. You know, like, if people aren't coming to you, create the work that you want. Create the work that you want to create, and the people, the right people will find you. Sure. Like, some of the shoots I've done for CN Red has had me hired. Sure, it might have been for a brand that I, didn't, I knew of, but I didn't think I'd work with. Like, it's like, oh, okay, cool. Or, like, oh, my God, I, I don't know if I told you this. Like, basically, there was this musician in Manchester. The stylist for that shoot, who I've worked with previously, she was like, oh, yeah, your work is on the mood board for this idea. Are you free? I was like, I'm not in London, but I looked at the mood board. And it's like my, It was basically all my work on the mood board. I was like, oh, mm. okay. And they wanted me to do it, but they got somebody else to do it. I'm like, okay, so I am on people's radars, but I just don't know of it. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's happened to us multiple times, and it's it's really annoying. Eventually, because it's like, well, you didn't come to us. Why? Because you were not in this like London circle of friends and mm. everyone who knows each other or in London oh my god you know it's like because they do like I had um there's um uh I, we were meant to do this music video for a girl band oh I think I know what you're talking about yeah and they just basic they just stole the whole thing from us yeah yeah and uh I found out later on why we weren't contacted, like why it went cold, and it's just be, it's just because the person who contacted me quit, and then it got passed on to someone else. And what usually happens in those types of moments is they don't want to pick up someone else's ideas; they want to give it to whoever they know. Yeah, basically. You know, so like that's fine, but they still just redid a video of mine. Yeah. And I've seen that video. I'm like, meh. There's, there's a video that I did, which, by the way, was very similar to the Octavian video for, you know, when it's all like a white background and there's all types oh, of... Oh, yeah. So, it's not like, you know what I'm saying, but the way they did it and the way they were interested in us and had a look through all our website, which, you know, that was a conversation. But, uh, you know, God bless. The thing is, this is the thing also... It's an absolute... I, we dodged a bullet. And that's not to say that these people aren't wonderful. I'm sure they are. Well, I'm not sure they are. Maybe they're pieces of shit. But uh, <laughs> they... 
it was we had done something similar previously mm-hmm. where image was first mm-hmm. and where good angles were first and good um and making someone look the prettiest they can be versus just making them look like what they really look like to be somehow honest and earnest about the work, you know, mm-hmm. was, you know, like, for example, in the credits to the video on social media, the stylist and art direction team were direct, were, were first who were credited and then the director and editor of the video were the two last people. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it's like this, it's just label stuff. It was just like this, you know, yeah. um, uh, it would have been uh, no control. They came with like a brief, I couldn't really change it. Um, and you know, they shut you up with good money, but God knows when they're going to pay. And also you're not really in control stylists and art directors are the people who are now the top dogs in music videos mm-hmm. which is sad <laughs> and it's just to be a director of a music video now that i know what being a director means in the in the storytelling mm-hmm. it's just it shouldn't be this the word it doesn't make it's not the same I mean, I guess you can, you know, you go and say like, hey, maybe do it like this, turn your head this way. So I guess it's the same. But also, um, a lot of the time, it's just like a really good DOP Uh with like a really nice camera. And that's it. Uh, So, and there's a few people who clearly care about like the stuff, like Casey Locke, obviously insane you know insane the guy like just that come up because you know he was one of us a few years ago and then boom just look at him now yeah it's like he's the guy like he's the number one music video person in 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 the uk yes he's number one in three years he did it in three years it's like you know but also it's because he knows how to work the system i don't think it's just because of his brilliant ideas it's also because i know i'm sure he knows how to talk to these people that i don't know how to talk to them i can't ignore uh ego (laughs) you know what i mean i can't ignore um shittiness i can't i just can't do it yeah, no, I get you. You know, there are people who are more agreeable because they have... And I'm not saying he's like pussy or anything. I just think he's way more strategic and he's capable. He's just a better businessman than I am. Oh, yeah, Sam, I agree. I hear what you mean. Like, he just knows, like, okay, I'm going to listen to these sh- whatever and I'm going to let him talk and I'm going to go, yeah, 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 that's perfect, brilliant, da 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 And then... You know, we'll do our own thing anyway, and they won't notice. True. You know what I mean? Oh, I get what you mean. <laughs> Whereas uh, I don't have that kind of 
I'm way t- way too much of an anxious person to uh, do that. Stop being anxious, man. Just just don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. Go with the flow, man. Just go with the flow. <laughs> go with the flow. Um. But to go back to Kendrick. <laughs> I love how we decide. But to go back to Kendrick. Let's go back to Kendrick. Does there's more to say? Go on. Then. Like, I feel like, so, Auntie Diaries to me, is the most beautiful song, on the yeah. album, musically. Yeah. It's just that slow build up, the instrumentation, you know. Yes. As it like, the mantra, my auntie is a man now turns into like a melody and it's just like I don't know it's just beautiful and um, I is brave as fuck like it's really brave in the climate of people being sometimes justified sometimes not so justified being very snappy and not really listening to what people are saying you know like Sometimes if you just even talk about or mention a topic that's in contention, people just chastise you for even speaking about it in the first place. But I feel like, you know, with Kendrick, he's just always been honest. He's, he's, he's always been... He's a guy you know he's going to tell the truth. There are people who can get away with more and I'm going to make this weird comparison, but like Joe Rogan, <laughs> he survived the onslaught of bad press because people get to hear him like 10 hours a week. And therefore, you know who he is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So at least the, the reason why he's so popular is because even if you disagree with him, you know that he's not lying to you. True. And it's the same thing with Kendrick. You can be mad at Auntie Diaries for misgendering, which was the point. I mean, I mean he did that on purpose, I'm sure. And using the F slur and all this stuff, you can be mad at it and be triggered by it. But he's being honest, at least. You know, he's not like... He's wearing his heart on his sleeve and saying, I was this way, and we didn't know. And I love the way it ends also. It's like, you know, uh, you can say this stuff only if you let a white girl say. <laughs> I, remember, I remember that exact like moment when he what he's referencing. I remember watching that. I was like, what? Yeah, so, it got out of hand. So for him to bring that back around... And in the way that he related it to what he was saying in the song, fucking wow. And then the skit after that song where he's talking, where the person's talking about it as well. It's like, holy shit, I did not even realize. Yeah. Well, he he accepted some kind of responsibility for, like, hey, you know, this person, you... He kind of set her up. He did. Because how are you going to... Like, I don't know. If that was me, I would definitely... Do the clean version. <laughs> Have you heard the clean version of um, We Cried Together? Yeah, it's just... Yeah, um, it, uh, so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's actually hilarious watching the... 
TikToks I've been seeing to that song. I'm like, oh my god. Oh. I've not seen any yet. It's just the the uh, the the here like get these like her like her oh like, that that's funny. Uh. Uh. And then brother. Oh my god. <laughs> he he knew what he was doing with these songs. Some to some regard, I feel. Yeah. Uh, see how viral they've gotten already. I knew. I, I have a feeling he knew what he was doing. And you know, this is interesting, and 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 this is what like what Kanye kind of afforded us with the way he showed the process for making Donda, which is, you know, because there's this lo- just because there's a long hiatus between albums doesn't mean that like it's not like game development where they start working on the game, the sequel to like God of War. Before they released God of War, you know? Yeah, no, you're right. They, Kendrick started making this album, like, maybe six months ago or something. Oh, yeah, like, he, he talks about recent stuff a lot. So, it's like, he yeah. has, even though he's been away, he's been paying attention to shit. You know, and the boy got COVID. He caught COVID as well, as he said. Got COVID. That's the one thing about the N95 thing. I'm like, fucking, you're, so, you're dating the thing. You know, like you're kind of like people in 2028 are going to listen to that song and think, ugh, fucking masks and whatever. But by then there'll be a new one, so it won't be. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, like a new album, so it doesn't really matter. But the, yeah, the, the, the few things I take issue with in any art is I like when they pretend it's not happening. Because I, I, I guess I want to pretend that it doesn't, you know, I, I'm trying to be entertained. Mm-hmm. And I'm just sick and tired of this, like, I just, okay, I know the talking points. But that was the thing, that's the, that's the, I was going to say about um, We Cry Together, which is like, hey, whether you... Because for some reason, the masks and the vaccines became like a left versus right. It did. When really, it should just be health versus not health. Yeah, that's what it should have been. But it just wasn't. And it was like, you know, the lefties just, you know, get jabbed up until until it's like flowing out of your ears. Yes. (laughs) You know, (laughs) versus... Don't at all, and you're a. I'm not. You know, we're gonna. We live in a Nazi state. <laughs> like, the shit and all that. Yeah. Like, oh, come on, man. It's not that deep. Yeah, it's um. It was a contentious thing. Um, and it's the same thing. About the we cry together was like you know it's just, it's it was the two sides being like, they're both right. You know. Yeah. Both. In this, and uh, it's the same thing with the vaccines. They were both right. Like, yeah. hey, how come, you know, like, Aaliyah got a vaccine and then they discontinued it? Already? Yeah. It's what, been two years now? Yeah. Well, it, the vaccine started being out and about last year, wasn't it? No, it was the beginning. Like, yeah, it was like 2021, the, like 21. middle, mid 2021 yeah. or so. Yeah, you're right. Holy fuck. And it was like the as the whatever the British one oh. that like people got and then like week to week they were like actually no. 
what? I can't remember what you're talking about. Yeah, I know uh, which and then you and then you say something about it, and they call you like a fucking you know anti-vax person, which Wait. is stupid. But on the other hand, there's people who are like, "It's gonna kill you." <laughs> well, a lot of people survived doing the vaccine, so and but if the people were reacting to it, it's probably something to do with their system, not exactly not exactly the vaccine that they yeah. So. And it's and I guess it was the same with COVID. Like if you were generally healthy, you were okay. To a degree. To a degree, or you were still ill, but you didn't, you know, you didn't need to go to hospital or whatever. Mm. Versus if you already had something, That's then what it is. it's you know. But um, so in the same way, it was just this like. It's all this tension in the air when really all we want to do is just fuck each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're just like. And in the end of the day, like, we cry together, we suffer together. Yeah. We're all one. It doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. We can bicker, but if Russia launches a uh, nuclear whatever, we all die. Oh, God. Not just, you know what I'm saying? Let's not get into that. <laughs> yeah. Let's <laughs> not get I've just tuned out. At first, I was really engaged because that's my region of the earth. Yeah. And like my, the 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 parts of me that are that are Jewish. Come from Ukraine. Mm-hmm. So, like I'm there's a bit of Ukraine in me, mm-hmm. and uh, so you know at first I was like oh my god, and then and then three weeks later I was just like ah, it's, okay, I'm not gonna just I'm not gonna fear for my life every day of the week. Yeah, I get you. You've got to live your life somehow as well. Yeah, you know, you you have to. you got to. And also, why am I more bothered about this than, like, Libya or, you know, like, there's this, people are getting killed and blown up all over the world. Yeah. Um, now, I have some personal connection to the place, and that's why I'm, I was paying attention but at the same time, you know, you had like politicians, Boris Johnson and all these people saying like, oh, this isn't, this isn't like a place from an unknown, whatever, long, far away. This is right here. And it's like, that's such an incredibly horrible thing to say. I mean, it's Boris Johnson. It's politicians in general. Well, yeah. A lot of them are stupid, you know. Oh. Very. We're not going to get into that at all. <laughs> no, because that's like another 17 hours. Um, but that's what's going through my head as a creative, you know, and that's what I, I'm like looking at the world and I'm looking at Twitter and I'm looking at Elon and I'm looking at like, I feel like doing a Kendrick and just shutting down like myself from like social media and shit. Yeah, for sure. But then it's our job. It is our job. That's the only thing, but. Well, what I do is I, because obviously I have my personal account and then I have Grit. Yeah. As soon as I post on Grit, I log out. That's a good idea. And then I catch up, like, hours later in the evening or whenever, because I, um, uh, and that's why it's like this policy of, like, you can only email me if you want to, like, if you want to talk work, you have got to email me. There's no DMs, because... I'm not going to be held accountable to having read someone's message and not replied immediately. Because guess what? Like, I have a life. Yeah, exactly. 
I need to wash the dishes and make food and do this and do that. And I can't just be like, yeah, bro, for sure. When do you want to do it? Like, go fuck yourself. Like, I can't, you know. I have a life outside this shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what's, um, what's, except for New York, like afterwards, what is, what's your, for seeing red? Because like, you know, because for example, I have a certain strategy. I'm not going to reveal what it is exactly, but from January 2021 until now, it's all slowly playing out. Like I'm, I've got a, you know, a loose structure of what I want to achieve and how we need to do it. So, do you have anything similar with seeing red? Is what is the you know five year thing? What what would you like it to be? Where would you like to be? I'd like to see it go on as long as I physically can go on. You know, with it, I guess. Is that a good answer? Yeah, I guess, yeah. Wherever it takes you. Basically, yeah, wherever it takes me, you know. If it br- it'll bring me opportunities, I know that. You know, but the way I go about releasing stuff for it, usually it can take a while. Sometimes it can be in quick succession. Sometimes it takes a while. As I've said before, it's finding the right people. Yeah. Can you hear me? I heard some. No, no, yeah, sure, 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 sure. Yeah, it's just that trying to find the right people is the main thing for me. You know, I've been looking around at Manchester a lot quite often recently. I'm like, I'm not inspired by the people here anymore. You know, yeah. I've spoken to another photographer friend of mine, and even he's like, it's the same looks over here, not like in Manchester especially. Like, everyone wants to be an influencer, or agencies are signing more influencer-looking models, and the influencers are taking the jobs, and everyone looks exactly the same. Like, you got the same look, just different skin tones, you know, the same lips, same-looking nose, for example. Mm-hmm all surgery and all this shit that stuff hasn't inspired me a like like that's just ruined a lot of stuff for me so like i've been wanting to get more people from london like out like i'm willing to pay that travel because at the end of the day i want to create something in my head that i feel like needs to exist in this world and if I can't find the right person in Manchester in my hometown anymore, I'm going to have to look elsewhere in the same country. So, like, if I can find someone, London, Birmingham, Leeds, wherever, if they're down for it and I feel like they fit, fine, you know. Yeah. Now, I know that was a whole tangent, but, yeah, that's how I feel. No, I, listen, I totally... I totally agree. I mean, I, right now, like, I'm living in Leeds against, like, you know, this wasn't the plan, you know. It's just, like, life took a turn. And, uh, but this wasn't, like, this wasn't what it was supposed to be. And it's fine for now, but it's definitely, I mean, never mind London, like, the bloody country. Like, it's not, that's, this is not the final destination. Uh, New York, LA, stuff like that, whatever. That's really the, as much as the, you know. Like for, for so first of all, um, 
I feel like there are pockets of what I want to call like local creative scenes. No, where... no, I agree. Sorry? I agree with you there. Go on. Yeah, so like there's like the Manchester one, there's Leeds a little bit. Uh, even though, to be honest, it's kind of like pretending to be something. <laughs> when really it's just about like doing loads of drugs. Yo, for real. Um, you know... But God bless the people who are trying. It's all you know. It's so great. And I used to be a part of it, and then whatever. But um, it's all like with the well, well, with more of the West Yorkshire Northern stuff. I feel like since uh, the people I worked with when I when we worked together, it's sort of never been the same again. I think some people have tried to recapture some of it, but there was a real moment there, like twenty nineteen. There was a real like momentum, and it all has just gone to shit recently. Mm-hmm. And there's no one really doing anything that's interesting, and they're patting each other on the back just for doing anything. Yeah, no. And I feel like it's the same thing with all of these little local things where them and their mates are all, you know, like. Yeah, we're sick, man. We're gonna next. We're blow and blah blah blah. And but really, it's like, are you creating the type of work that is actually gonna change anything? Are you interested in, you know, pushing the medium forward, pushing yourself forward as a creative? Like for example, you know, doing all these short films for us and writing some of these like dialogue-heavy ones. It's just like I want to know how to do that. I've never done that. I will probably suck. Yeah. Because I've never had to tell an actor to go. Actually, you know, the kind of guy you are. It's like maybe the this line should be saying like I've never done that before in my life. Or <laughs> I've just said like turn this way, walk that way. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Um. So. Uh, in the same way, yeah, I feel like I've outgrown uh, all of this around me. Mm-hmm. I don't think there are many people who are kindred spirits like that. I feel like the entire country suffering, and also there's a there's this thing about London, which is there are there is medio the kind of mediocrity that London gets away with, while like. You know what I'm saying? Why? Like, there is... You You have no idea. And I'm sure there are people who will acknowledge that. Like, yeah, 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 you know. I'm blessed to be from London. Da, da, da. You have no idea. No one looks this way. Very few people are looking up north for anything. It's like... Uh, it's insane how much of an advantage working with people from London or being in London and especially being born there... And just making, like, friendships at school. Yeah. Like, there are certain bonds that you can't, you know. Like, for example, I'm sure there were, like, a million video video making people who were trying to do, like, a slow tie video. It was never going to happen. He's working with his cousins. <laughs> Same thing with all of these people. It's like, oh, how do you, how do I get to do it for this person? How do I work for this brand, that brand? Don't even think about it because they have relationships they've built over years. They have loyalties. They have contracts with certain uh, agencies and, you know, whatever PR people um, that, like, 
Or like, for example, like, how do I get a review from this and this blog about my movie? Well, you better pay a grant to a PR company who has connections with that publication because otherwise they're gonna they're not gonna look at your shit. Yeah. Because you're not connected to the right people. Yeah, that's unfortunately true. You know. <sighs> so that's like it's like a unless you I don't know. There's always an attempt to be like, hey, let's make our own. Let's make our own thing. But then it just divulges into this what I see as these like little local, you know, yeah. replications of what. Because um, there's, no, there's just no industry around here, you know. There's no like, like fashion brand headquarters. There's no label headquarters except for like NQ, you know. In yeah. Manchester, but like, there's no, you know, Paramount ain't looking this way. No one's like, it's just the money's not there. Venues are not there. There's like three studios per city. You know, it's like, for like photo photography. Uh, forget about like film space. You know, like so it's like, I don't know. It's hard. Well, going back to like how people view the north, and like everyone's always in London. It's like there is talent up here. Like, what is it about the North that people don't want to look towards? Like, what is it about us? Well, we do, they don't want to fuck up there. They, it's a very much like a no foreign is allowed type thing. It's very much like we have our own community here. Yeah. Like, look at any um, competition for anything. Like, uh, what was it? The... The rap, whatever thing that uh, an artist called Graft One from Leeds, uh-huh. year before it was some kind of like Crept and Conan were running some kind of a uh, like a rap reality TV show oh, conte- context thing. Yeah, it was four people from London and then one from like Glasgow and then one from Leeds. Oh, and it's always it's like token northerner. And that's it. And uh, they have to work twice as hard because they don't know. You know, it's like people who grew up with like Skepta and Jamie and all this stuff. Like they just grew up with them and you're not going to know them and they're going to work for them. And they don't be they And they look at it as like, I have my set people. I trust them. Why would I go to an outsider? Which doesn't always make business sense, because really what you should be thinking is who's the best person for the job? Exactly. Um, so, yeah, and I mean, to go to London and spend a significant time there, the money you're going to spend is insane. Yeah. Uh, I know people who, you know, who have moved there, tried to move there permanently to kind of make it. But, yeah. like, they were working six days a week, you know, 12-hour shift to just pay rent. Yeah. You're exhausted. There's no creativity happening. You know, so it's just like it's a slow. I think we you do get there eventually. I think there are people, you know, there are people who see talent over here and they do pick you, and whatever, whatever. And especially, I think it comes when you do what you're doing with Seeing Red and what we are doing with our films, which is we say fuck it, let's make stuff about our own yep. stuff. Yep. And that's when people take notice because that's that also can then demonstrate 
Because so, for example, like you know, like a King Cruel video will get a million views because it's a King Cruel video. I have nothing to do with that. There's nothing that I can change, you know, or add. Really, it's just going to happen. But if I or you, if we can demonstrate that we can promote, create, promote, and distribute our own work, and we show that, like, we kind of have some know-how about the different mediums we need to use to promote the work, and so on and so forth, that's what kind of shows people that, like, okay, you know, they're capable of doing the stuff on their own. Yes, sir. Uh, so I think that's, I think that's what it is. But yeah, there's this like walled garden over London where like whenever you go like, oh yeah, I'm from Leeds. Like, oh yeah, Leeds. <laughs> they know the football team. Yep. Same for Manchester. They know Manchester United. Man United. Yeah. That's it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. And, cool. uh, and some people are like, oh, it's just, you know, the accent barrier. And whatever, and it's like accent barrier, bro. Like bullshit. You were just making up bullshit, man, for real. Well, yeah, they don't want to. They don't want to. Also, they don't want to be threatened. True. They feel threatened. True. No, you're right. Um. But all roads lead to London. I mean, we all, yourself included, we all are gonna have to eventually. I mean, first of all, we already have to commute there once in a while, right? To get yep. stuff done. I was there not long ago for a reason. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, you, you've been there yeah, like a couple of times now this year, right? Uh, or once. Twice this twice. year. Twice, yeah. So, yeah. So, like, um, you know, you have to go out there for some stuff. And then eventually, uh, it's very hard to go, like... Well, I can either keep doing that and potentially miss out. Because sometimes, you know, opportunities come just by like, hey, are you available in two hours? That's true. That happened to me. Do you know 11 degrees? Yeah. That happened to me a couple of months ago. So, like, it was in the morning. I just woke up and a makeup artist that followed me, she, wait, no, it was the day. No, it was the morning. She was like, we need a guy for e-com. And there was this makeup artist that wanted to work with me because she saw my work through a test shoot I had done with somebody else that she knew. Mm. And then, boom, same day I was doing e-com for them. And then they asked me to do their Black Friday campaign. So sometimes it's just opportunities like that that happens usually. So it's like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, it's whoever's closest. Who people have known? It's 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 not what you it's not what you know. It's who you know. Exactly. It's like the kind of impression you leave on people, which is something that we great <laughs> uh, struggles with a little bit. I don't even know what kind of impression I leave on people. If I'm honest, I don't really pay much attention to it. Oh, we get told. We we get told. Um, we. Well, sometimes it's because we're not, I don't know, we're just not, like, we're not a business. Like, we're a creative team. So, we don't have this thing of, like, like oh, when's the video going to be done? Our answer is, when it's done. 
I mean, that's a fair enough answer. You know, but to them it's like, and it's usually like, well, we have this date in mind. Well, you should have said that before we shot the video. I mean, yeah, they should have. So that's only fair, though. You know, and then it's like, well, da da da, and then it's like, oh, actually, I don't like this cut. This isn't flattering. That isn't. I was like, well, eventually, you just want to go. Well, do it yourselves. Download Premiere Pro, learn, <laughs> and fucking have a go. Like, just have a go. Oh boy. And my belief also with music videos is like, it's their song. It's my video. Yeah, no, that makes sense. You know, like, uh, especially if I've come up with. So we've reconstructed the way we do stuff now. Mm. Like there, there's got to be, like there's a hefty, what we think is a hefty deposit and there's a contract that mm -hmm. has to be agreed to and signed. Mm -hmm. um, and until the deposit comes in or the contract is signed, we don't, I don't even listen to the song. Like that, I just don't, I don't do a lick of work. Mm-hmm. And once those things, because I've been just, I've just been burned so many times, you know, whether it's uh, independent artists, independent clients, mm -hmm. or corporate, some corporate, I've had more better experiences with corporate people. They're usually, because they have HR departments and they have, you know, they have yeah. this more accountability for everyone's yeah. actions. So yeah. they have to be more precise with stuff. Um, but even then they can just kind of not reply for two weeks and then go like, Oh, we've been busy. Sorry. Anyway, here's a, you know, um, but yeah, I feel like, um, and also I'm not available to chat at 4am. Yeah. I reserve the right to have a life. Of course. In the music video business, they kind of don't want you to have that. They want you to be like, first of all, it's like, Oh yeah, my video guy. Like immediately I'm like video who? Who? Excuse me, repeat that, sorry? Repeat that, sorry? What? Video uh, who? I'm your what? Sorry? Yeah, I've not garnered four years of experience and have a cinema camera for you to call me a fucking video guy. But also, um, it's, you can just sense. You can sense. I've, get, I've gotten better at um, spotting red flags about people. One of them is when they start complaining, like when they're like, oh, we've chosen you because the last guy we worked with wasn't that great. As soon as something like that is said, run, oh. run, 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 run. Yes. I hate that. Why are you comparing me to somebody else? Or why do you have to mention that? It's like, yeah, like, fuck. Are you like, for, first of all, this, I'm sure that if I went to that person, They'd have a million things to say about you as well. Oh, yeah. And it's just super unprofessional. It is. Um, and also, it, like, it's it's this thing of, like, aren't you lucky that we've picked you? Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, no, you just... How about we just agree that you like the stuff I, I make? Yeah. Like, there doesn't have to be, like, an ego trip. There's always going to be ego involved in this shit, bro. Always. Sadly. I mean, even from my side, though, but the way I express my ego is more so in the uh, pursuit of greatness, in the pursuit of, like, in, even to my detriment, even to the point where I I do go, like, oh, yeah, I'm exporting the video. <laughs> it's going to mm. take a long time, even though I, it's not even finished. Never mind, I'm exporting, you know. Mm -mm. But I'm just buying myself time because... 
but it's but it's never it's never because I'm I've not worked on it or I'm lazy or whatever. It's just because I want more time. I need more time. I want to experiment more. I want to try more stuff, and uh, that gets frustrating to people, and that's fine. So and that's some of the impression we've left on people. Where like they're great, but they take a while. Well, great art takes a while, you know. Great art doesn't happen all the time. It's not instant. It's not. It isn't. It's not. And also, sometimes it's like, uh, previously, like, just the technological, like, I've had to upgrade my gear, you know? Because, like, rendering took a million years. Mm-hmm. Or just, like, scrubbing through video. Mm-hmm. That's, like, you know, 4K raw, Jeez. you know, footage. It's just crazy um so that's that's been a big bitch as well it's just been like so i've had to do that um so that has stuff to do with that but also um yeah i mean i don't i don't have anything against people because sometimes it's like so for example uh nadia didn't see ouch until the day before it came out mm-hmm. <laughs> wow <laughs> that's why as long as she'll have me, I'll always work with her because um, that's trust. That that's like so rare. Mm-hmm. Um, that's built up for a long time as well. Sorry, that's been built up for a long time as well. That trust as well. Yeah, two years. Yeah. yeah. Like, so, like from friends through to like kind of being like yeah we should do something blah 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 to like actually doing it both times actually both get between it and ouch she ain't seen that until the min last 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 minute because oh wow you know because I was just like trust me and trust uh, me I know what I'm doing I know what I'm doing I just need just a little bit just please you know um, so yeah that's you know but that's just video with photos it's like you know in a day or design that's like usually very quick but um video i'm still like i just hate editing i love i love it but i also it's very tedious for me how comes it's a jigsaw puzzle it's like i always think that there's a better shot that could be inserted somewhere that i just haven't seen so I rewatch like a thirty second period or a part of the video over and over and over and over until something comes to me. I get you. So if you were to observe me, you'd be like, This guy's not doing anything. <laughs> no, I I think I understand I understand it though. Yeah, you get it once you get it. If you, you know, when you do what we do, then you get it. But if, you know, to the, to the client or to the layman, they'd be like, what the, f-? just move on. Or even experienced editors would go like, leave this, move on, and then come back. Yeah, that's true. But, or I do this thing, I do it backwards. I color grade before I edit. That's interesting. I don't hear people doing that often. No, they, it's because it's stupid because it slows everything down. It takes longer for the footage to be scrubbed through and processed. True. Um, but I have to do it because it f- I find the feeling and the heart of it. 
you know I find I when I see what it will actually look like mm-hmm. I know where to put it versus you know because also it's kind of like when you shoot raw or s-log it's basically a monochromatic image it's very yeah. washed out so it's very hard to see contrast and feeling and you can't really even sometimes see the face that well yeah um or little details but when you color grade and everything it kind of puts it into emotional context um and yeah kendrick lamar's awesome <laughs> So, New York, have you been before? Never. There's oh. Going. I I lived there for a while. You're going to have fun. Have you got any recommendations for me? Uh, well, I, I mean, I was a kid when I went there, but um, there's a great, there's a few places. I mean, you need to go to the village, the Gren, Gr- Greenwich Village. That's I'm what... looking to stay in Manhattan, so that's, that's, it's not far from that, is it? No, it's on it's in Manhattan, yeah. I used to live on Staten Island. Um, You're Staten Island Italian, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was Pete Davidson, uh, the King of Staten Island. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I know. Skeet. Um, no, don't, don't, please. Skeet, skeet, skeet. Uh, so um, it's so funny. Someone said it to Chris Jenner, like, "Hey, how's Skeet?" And she was like, "Huh." <laughs> what do you mean? Get it. Like, she doesn't know. <laughs> How does she not know? Maybe she knows, but it was kind of like, hey, I'm on the other side. I'm not with Kanye. Oh, you know shit. what I mean? Like, don't... You know what I'm saying? That was a messy situation. But seeing what I've seen about, like, all the Ray J stuff and how he, like, got the laptop and everything. Mm-hmm. And then turns out, Kim knew that there was nothing sexual on those tapes anyway. That's such a bitch move. It's like, of course, you know, I mean, it's one of those things where you know that the kind of aggression Kanye showed is wrong, but to say that it's not understandable. Yeah. And to say that, you know, you've been made a mug for a year straight and, like, you think you've just saved your ex-wife's life or yep. career and then she kisses her new boyfriend in front of you that same night oh and you just took a red eye and you're kanye west you're a billionaire you just went on coach you flew coach from la oh which is a 12-hour flight Bro. i'd go a little crazy too i would not as much as he did but no because you know yeah he's you know he's uh it's a little bit of show business, and obviously he's not well. But, um, yeah. And the thing is also, this hypocrisy with that family, which is like, hey, don't involve the kids. Hey, hey, guys, you are famous because you made a certain trade. And the trade is you monetized every moment of your life. You are not real people. Your life is for sale. Everything you own, everything you are, is has a value, has a monetary value to it. Fucking even Pete Davidson got um, Kanye's kids like initials tattooed on him. Yeah, for and for what reason? Except for publicity. Fuck. It's like, 
Imagine that. Imagine if you're a, you know, like you're the father and the new guys like getting tattoos after not met them once. He wasn't allowed to meet them. Oh man, nah, man. Kim, Kim is fuck, fuck Kim, bro. Fuck Kim. Fuck, fuck the Kardashian family in general. Yeah. Literally. Like, they can all just get the fuck out of here. There is one thing that I will give to them, which is, you know, there's a lot of privileged people in this world. You know, there's a lot of, we know, I'm sure we know people who, who are creatives who started not from as much of a bottom as me and you did, you know, mm-hmm. with all the separate family responsibilities that we've both had throughout our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are other, what you know, people who have had a better start to stuff mm-hmm. and don't are, sh- are terrible. They had all the advantages in the world and they didn't, they didn't take advantage of any of it. They did not. There are, and then there's the Kardashians who did it. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Like they, there's a bunch of millionaire kids out there who were just drug addict losers. And then there's people who actually took initiative and recognized the privilege they had and, you know, uh, used it to their advantage. Um, so... Yeah, that that was the whole thing with Kanye. I don't know how I got onto that. But. Yeah, I I don't know how you got onto that, but pop off, sir. Yeah, okay, I don't know. Don't do two, man. I just I listened to it, and I'm not gonna. I was like, it's not, but it's not. That's not the album, though. Like, you know what I mean? Like, clearly. Yeah, no, I get you. It's like, I don't know. It, it, I think he. From what I know, how he works is that I think he just changes his mind a lot. Yeah, he does. And so I think, I don't know, it's just this whole stem player thing, which failed because we all listen to the album. Online. Yeah, like you can play it. Yeah, you don't have to. They fucked up there. So I think, um, I believe, I'm I'm sure he's just going to scrap it all. And just do something else. Oh yeah, definitely. I'm I, not even sure it should be done to two. No, I think he should name it something else. Yeah. Like if this is an album dedicated to his mom, then the way he's been going about it, I don't think it's a good idea to call it Donda Two, at all. Yeah, no, not at all. I think also just like take a, take the take a Kendrick break. Literally, like a couple of years break couple of years, yeah, like, don't, just, just, just chill, like, just let things happen, I don't know, I feel like, um, there was an interesting thing that, uh, Jerry Seinfeld said once, which was, like, he, because he quit his show, uh, Seinfeld, at the height of its popularity, and so, but he said, you know, there's a point in creativity where you can actually run the well dry and it might not get refilled again. That's true. So you got to let things go. Very true. Just let it build back up as well. Because it's every time you finish something, the greatest feeling and the most daunting, but the greatest feeling is the door that opens to the future. Because now you get to do more. Now you can... 
you know, like I've got maybe the rest of this week that's going to be dedicated to me promoting Snake. And then it's, and might as well not, you know, it's just over now. Um, you know, like I'm not going to be, because there's other stuff I want to do now. Um, so, you know. He's got to live a little bit as well. Like, I feel like Kanye just needs to just lock off the world and just live. Not lock off the world necessarily, but I feel like he just needs to not make music, but just live for a while, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Yes, absolutely. You know, a lot of people need to live as much as they can nowadays. Because shit's getting expensive out here. Oh yeah, no, it's 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 utterly ridiculous. It is absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> I I don't know, like money's a money's a bitch right now. Like it's it's you know. Well, tell me about it. Even if you know, in a certain way, like uh, apart from like when I had a proper job, uh, <laughs> instead of like being self-employed. Uh, I'm living comfortably on the art that I make. And obviously, I have a huge thanks to Aaliyah as well because we're doing it together. Oh, I envy you. <laughs> you know? But that's, yeah, that's just, she is a safety net to some extent. If without her, Jesus Christ, like, you know, these, these, uh, like, late, um, some of these late invoice payments would have just made me homeless, you know what I'm saying? Like, just straight up, like, would have, you know, even if it's, like, a lot of money that's supposed to come in, like, on the like, at the end of the month, before that, you're trying to figure out, well, <laughs> what the fuck do I do, what fuck do, I do? You're like, yeah, I've got money coming then, but Christ. <laughs> How do I survive now? Yeah, and it's like, so... Uh, we, you know, we get by and everything, but it's definitely like, it's, you know, if, if, if it wasn't two people, if, if I didn't, if I wasn't married, it would be much more difficult. Sure, uh, bro. So, you know, I don't know. I, uh, I don't know. It's all, <laughs> what an uplifting conversation. No, <laughs> I, I get you though, you know, it's hard, but as long as you, you've been surviving, as long as you're alive, you're not homeless. No. Just be grateful for what you got. You know? Well, that's the thing, yeah. Eventually, you just kind of have to be like, hey. Like, I remember when taking a taxi was a fucking incredible luxury. Yeah. Like, if I asked my mum, like, for taxi money, she'd be like, are you kidding? Like, look at me as if I told her, like, I want to kill her or something. Yeah, I'm like, she'd be like, eh, what do you mean? I mean, I remember the first year I was in England on my birthday, we had to go to like some home office, something to, something to do with immigration. And it was my birthday. Mm-hmm. And the guy who we were speaking with, we kind, he kind of saw that like on my documents day was my birthday. So he gave me a tenner or us. And we went to KFC and that was like a huge luxury. That was my birthday meal. Now, a KFC is like, let's just, whatever. I Uber everywhere. I do this. I do, you know, I, we can, 
I have, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's like, I've got a computer and a microphone and a camera and all this shit. Like, it's, uh, compared to what it used to be is when I was a kid, which, like, I came from fucking zero. It was nothing. Even to the point where, like, my father was making money, but he wasn't sharing any of it. And we were, you know, people, my parents were divorced. So, uh, like, he sent what the state uh, mandated, which was in pounds, was like maybe 40 pounds a month. You know, <laughs> which is fuck all. So, uh, you know, it was one of those things where I like, look at it now and I'm like, hey, like, there was there have been times that I don't know, just I do stuff now. Even subscriptions to stuff like fucking Netflix and whatever was like a huge expense. You know, and now it's just what it is. So I don't know how you feel about it, but No, I'm in the same boat, you know, like I'm I can say I'm living somewhat comfortably right now. From something that I got a few months ago you know yeah still in the back of my head I'm like yo this money won't last forever unless I look after myself properly like I was saying to myself live like I'm broke again basically for sure yeah absolutely that's that's how you keep money also yeah cause yeah I mean similarly we have Grit has a business fund business account but that money is for f- you know equipment wages uh travel uh, investing into short films you know all this stuff yeah. like, that's not like frugal money it's basically savings also taxes yeah true. so like <laughs> I can't just, you got to be kind of responsible with, like, that money. And, you, and it's also, like, I was just talking to Ali about this today. It's just like, this money might not come again. If this world runs dry, I don't have anything. So it has to be invested smartly. And it has to make more of itself somehow. Yep. Rather than just, like, using it on, you know. I'd rather go on Fiverr. And do the odd job under an alias to get you know what I'm saying? Fucking five. I know it's 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 blasphemy, but you got to do what you got to do sometimes. So you know, uh, not use my real name or anything. I'll never share it whatsoever. Or like doing like you know like a plumber's logo, or like a, you know cleaning service something, whatever, window selling, logo, branding, that no one will ever see other than it's in my portfolio. But I'll never share it because, you know, that's not what, it's not aesthetic. Yeah. I get you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You gotta uh, make it how you live, you know? Absolutely. Exactly. So, what? what's the, what do you, do, do you have any ideas, uh, that you want to execute that you haven't uh, are there mediums like for example video the last time we spoke you wanted to get more into video and you have uh, with a camcorder i have but as i said earlier i want to get back more into 3d art yeah i've had i've 
I was just laying in my bed, just resting, and then I started thinking of ideas, which is usually when my ideas come, actually, is when I'm resting and sleeping. Um, I want to... I'm not sure if you saw the artwork I was making last year, where it was, like, lots of, like... Gradients. Yeah, all the gradient circles and stuff. Yeah. In my head, I want to combine that with 3D and, I know, start making prints again as well. You know, I want to start making prints of, like, the photography I've done for seeing red. Um, just like sell digital assets, basically. You know, yeah. sell a print shop again. Like find a good one. Um, just do, just do a bunch of stuff that I used to do for my art, but kind of mix both again. Mm-hmm. So that's all is in my mind at the moment, Playboy. Playboy. <laughs> that's in my mind. That's interesting, because, yeah, same. I mean, we've got a book of art that is finished, and it's just, you know, we're just waiting for the right time to release it and maybe shrink it down a little bit. But um, a kind of anti-NFT thing. Oh, my God. That's, no, that's a whole conversation for another day. Yeah, because that's... Well, to me, it was just like... Um, to me, I mean, there isn't an artist in this world who didn't consider, you know, making NFTs, but it's just that the way they are now. I most definitely was. Yeah, I mean, me too. I was. I made some. I fucking registered them. All I did, all I had to do, was like pay the gas fee, and I was off. I was gonna go. You know, I was about to do it, and then. Um, but it was like two hundred dollars, and I was like, "Yeah, I don't fucking what I'm gonna pay into the currency." And then I learned more about it, and I was like, "Oh, this is like a bit of a you know whatever." Um, and then when you look at like OpenSea and some of these like um, market stores, never mind how you know the value of them now, which dropped like drastically, like ninety percent. Um. And people are now like you know weird copes like they're like oh no I bought it for I bought this uh, I bought this board ape for the for how good it is for how oh, good it. Oh my god, the board ape stuff that's been going crazy recently. Like, not doing well, I think, isn't it anymore? No, I mean they've uh, like six million dollar ones dropped down to six k. What? Yeah, no, it was a ninety two percent drop on most of them. Yeah. It's pretty much over. Bitcoin is all over the place. There was a point... Because Bitcoin dropped first. I remember about that. And that's when people bought it. There's a lot of people who... You know that guy that you sometimes react to who I've been watching his videos? Andrew Tate? I think so, yeah. The guy who's just like... Oh, yeah. I get, he's got like this weird accent. And he's like... I've got a Bugatti Veyron. And uh, uh, he's like a very... like mis- like a, He's like a misogynist. Uh, he talked about how uh, he bought the dip and then made 500k because uh, he brought up a good point about Bitcoin not NFTs but about Bitcoin which if I want to transfer let's say 20,000 pounds from England to like Ecuador or to Russia or something I gotta go to the bank and then you gotta fill out this form you got to do this, that, and the other. They take a fee, and it just takes weeks. Mm-hmm. With Bitcoin, you can just convert money into Bitcoin and make a 
transaction and no government or governing body of any kind, bank or anything, are involved in that transaction. So as long as people want to be unsupervised and send assets and money between each other, Bitcoin's going to be a thing. So that was one thing that was like, okay, that's an interesting point. However, NFTs, when you look at the quality of them and what they're really about, it was just a cash grab. It was. And the lack of protection from, what was it, like pump and dump schemes, like where you're like, or was it pull, pulling the rug out or whatever it was, where like, yeah, I know. Like that mean. shit's insane. Wasn't there a celebrity that recently did that? I can't remember her name. Uh, there's a, I don't know, there was a bunch of people. Oh, well, I, don't, I don't really care about NFTs like that anymore, actually. <laughs> yeah, but so my point was that with the book, and uh, you were, you know, you can't, because you did the book last year, or, yep. the day, or the year before, and I was like, fucking, and I always asked you how you did it, because it was like, it's so hard to find distributors, and printing, presses, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So, um, I'm like, blurb seemed to be like a very seamless, it's very easy to do. That's what I was looking for. I didn't want to like, you know, call places and be like, blah, blah, like Plus, the quality of the book was pretty good as well, actually. Yeah, no, it looked be- it looked beautiful. It looked like glossy, nice. It was nice. Yeah, everything was nice. So, um, so in the same way, I kind of so what I'm planning to do is, you know, once the book is released, uh, during like a kind of an exhibition mm-hmm. that we've been pl- we've been planning in London, but it's been delayed because I wanted to do it. Someone like hit me up about like, hey. You know, we would like to, like, host, like, a grit, whatever. But then, like, they didn't, like, they described the space. And when I asked about what it looks like, I never really got a concrete thing. And, like, what, you know, how would we actually do it? I need to see the space myself. I need to see where I would put what and blah, blah, blah. You know, there's just so much to plan. So I was like, let's do it when they're ready to speak properly. But anyway... The plan is to release this book of these artworks that I was making during the during lockdowns and stuff. And once it's sold out a, suffic- a sufficient amount, I will forever delete any digital trace of any of those artworks other than, you know, in my own pos- possession mm-hmm. and the people who have bought the book and have it in print. That's a good idea, though. Because that's what scarcity is. Fuck a fucking, uh, you know, blockchain. Because I can just take a screenshot. And yes, it won't be registered on the blockchain. But the experience of looking at a piece of art, it's the same. And that's what art's supposed to be. It's not collectible. It's, it's an, you know, it's like a, I mean, it can be a collectible for like tax fraud. But because uh, that's what people do, they like oh, they, t- they buy like a, a Picasso for two hundred million, and then they take loans out on and leverage that piece of thingy tax yep. free. Yeah. So, um, you know, it was it's supposed to be about like the experience of looking at the thing. So anyway, that's the. That's the thing. You might have motivated me 
motivated me to make a book again actually you know you should i mean definitely seeing red i mean 100 percent, 100 percent, and i think it should be like uh you know like i mean i'm thinking in my head now and i'm just looking at it like what would i want to do with it because i've separated i'm not sure if you've been on a website but it's separated from chapter one and now we've got chapter two, which is what I'm currently in. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, I have been, yeah, yeah. I might just make a book of all the chapter one stuff. That might be a shout now, sorry. For sure. Mm. Can I find all those images? Because they're all scattered around my different hard drives, which is going to be fun. Oh, yeah. Lol. Yes. Oh. Uh, fucking. Ugh. That's, I run into that problem when I'm trying to uh, update the website. I'm like, where did I save this? Ah, yes, I have different hard drives. Fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, yeah, definitely. I think um, creating our own worlds, because that's, I feel like that's what seeing red is. That's the parallel between me and you, which is we create our own worlds. Yes, sir. Like there's, you know, you and you obviously, because you're a designer also, you... Uh, the fonts and the color and the this and the presentation and it's all important and it's like you know like when you post the color palette on the bottom of the photo and everything and it's like all contributes to the branding and the uniqueness of what you put out i'm so glad people have caught caught on on the color palette thing you know i feel like people didn't initially but now they have i'm like oh okay Oh, yeah, eventually people will go, oh, yeah, interesting, okay. Because also you're letting them know, like, you've either considered it before or it's kind of like, uh, hey, if you want to do this, these are the colors. Yeah. And this is how they speak to each other. True. Um, so, <coughs> you know. <coughs> you know, so make a book. Yes, boss. <laughs> and I'll, I'll I'll release mine like at the end of the year or something. Because it's night. It's like it's the same. In fact, funnily enough, it's the same amount of pages as um the CBN. It's ninety six pages. That's a good show, actually. That's a good show. So, it's like somehow accidentally like we both made <laughs> the exact same <laughs> size books, but of course they're like more like a it's like a Tumblr page from what I understand. Well, that one. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, Which it works very well, though. That's what they do. Yeah, and that's that's Chris's and obviously Jack's. Like, like that's just what you know. It just it feels like they they are, and they even say like inspired by Tumblr. What's that Tumblr, man? It used to be good. <laughs> it did used to be. Listen, it used to be good, and then they banned all the porn stuff, and it was over. Fucking Yahoo. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, Yahoo bought it. Fucking hell. The world of uh, the, the acquisitions is, is, is interesting. But yeah, so, I mean, to, to kind of wrap up, because it's nine nine, nine and a half hours. <laughs> yeah, so, um, I don't know. I feel like this, like, it's almost like a state of the union type thing. Mm. You know, where, like, where the industry is, where it's heading... Where would you, what would you like to change about it all? What would you? Obviously, to see more 
Um, diversity, that's a big thing. I want to see more people looking like me, more dark-skinned people out here, more creatives that look like me. Mm. More St. Lucians as well, because I'm my background is from St. Lucia, and there's a photographer that I actually follow on YouTube and I connected with through LinkedIn, funny enough. He's a St. Lucian as well, and I'm like, holy fuck. Like, that caught me off guard, so to see that, it's like, <laughs> you know, yeah. see more of that. Um, I want to see more identity as well, because I can feel like it's the same things we, we get, what's the word I'm trying to say? Uh, spat out all the same time, but in different fonts almost, you know, if you know what I mean. Yeah. You'll see the same style, but just in a different font. You know, so I want to see more um, identity, like, like be different. Not Don't be afraid to experiment, neither. You know, if you want to do something that sure people won't exactly click on straight away, fuck it, do it. You know, as long as you're doing it for you, that's all that matters, you know? For sure. I mean, but the thing is, you know, I feel like we're doing this to ourselves, you know? I feel like ultimately, like, down to, like, you know, finding about, finding out about how much people charge for stuff mm. versus how much the art form is really worth, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, they don't realize that while it maybe helps them get work, they're actually undervaluing the entire landscape. Yep. And I mean, I can't, you know, we, we have a, we charge, I mean, for the first time ever, we, we are just like out of the price range of all of the local, like just, they can't, it's just, you know, and I'm not willing to budge on it because even if you break it down to like an hourly rate, it's like, below minimum wage yeah uh after all the all, all is said and done and all the editing and everything has been has been worked on so uh you know to do like i'm not going to shout figures out about how people but i just know that like you know well, let's say someone comes to me and they say oh, i'd like the video from you because you know i want something creative or whatever that's usually what they say yeah. for the lack of a better word they just i don't think they know what to say so they just say like oh, i want something like more creative more artistic yeah. and then it's like oh 100 pounds and i'm like nope and then but i know who else worked with them oh you know? so i'm like and i know that that person ain't doing bad in terms of exposure in fact in some respect they're doing better than us in terms of exposure so i'm like what are you just that anxious to like the power of no this is like you know like to to gain identity and to do all this stuff to to actually uh promote change you we all have to have the balls to say actually no these are my demands this is how we're gonna do it and if not then go like i'm fine not doing it go for the cheaper option Go for the, go for it, yeah. But obviously, willing to you know, you got you also got to put food on the table. So I understand how hard it is, but people don't understand that. Like if you just hold to your thing, it actually won't take that long for people to go. Okay, it's just all negotiation. I don't think people negotiate very well. I don't think people uh, 
you know, they just kind of go like, yep, yeah, they say yes to everything. And I used to make that mistake also. Oh, yeah, Sam. Like, yes, yes, yeah, sure, yeah. And then you are working on the project and you hate it. Yes, and it's, and it's not good and it's not, and then it doesn't even get used or, you know, you don't make a good impression and you don't have a lasting relationship. Whereas some stuff you're just not meant, you know, I usually now just like go like, hey, sorry, no, but here's this person. Maybe they could do something for you. Um, and my team is mad at me most of the time because they're like, we fucking, we could have done it. <laughs> But it's like, you know, life is too short for certain things. But yeah, so to I think to achieve what you're saying, like the identity and to have some diversity and everything, people have to actually want to fight for it. Yeah. Fight for what they want. Yeah, absolutely. There you go. So fight for what you want. That's the that's the uh, the ethos of this of this conversation. <laughs> actually grow some fucking balls. Don't if a man if a manager says, hey, I don't like this, go say, hey, hey, listen, hey, go fuck hey, yourself. Hey, 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 I'm walking in. Hey, I'm walking in. All right, you stun, I love. I'm walking in. Hey, I'm walking in, man. I can't uh, Hey, I'm walking in. I'm walking in. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. No, don't. Please, no. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I'm just, I'm not. Go to a bodega and start saying, hey. I mean, I do want to go to a bodega and get a top cheese. I'm not going to lie. Well, yeah, I mean, but they're everywhere. So, of course, yeah. gonna, you know. It's just a, it's just what they call a corner shop. It's like, yeah, yeah I, know, I know. You know what I'm saying? I know these things, man. I've been attention to it. <laughs> it's like. Uh, but, you know what? Bodegas, it's like a subway. This is the best thing about that. I remember the first time I went to a bodega when I was in Brooklyn. We just landed at JFK and we took a drive and we got out and I got sushi for the first time in my life from a bodega. Huh? (laughs) Yo, they had a full, like a buffet. It was not just, I remember getting a vanilla Coke uh, because that wasn't a thing in Slovakia and and I got some sushi. That is the most weirdest thing you can get from a bodega. I'm sorry. And it was fine. And they had they had everything. They just it was crazy. Can I find myself a wife in a bodega? Yeah, and yeah, <laughs> and you can get a chopped cheese. You can get a whatever. And here, here's some advice. So, uh, know what you want before you walk in. Yeah. Because there's like staying in walk, staying in line is not a thing people like to do in New York City. Oh, I've got a dot. Yeah, like they're like let's. Let's keep it moving. Keep it moving. Come on, come on. Yeah, it's insane. It's an insane city. Like it's like oh. twice London. But yeah, anyway. Um, good luck. When are you going? Uh, next month, the twenty first. Twenty first to the twenty eighth of June. June. Okay, so we've got some time to link up. Of course, bro. We've got time wanna... to link up in that in that time. Not stranger. Oh, I'm not going to. I just. Oh, fair enough. Are you, have you? Yes, twice. Did you like it? So I'm guessing you liked it. Yes. Interesting, because I've 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 literally had two. It's either like, oh my god, amazing, or this is a piece of shit. I like Sam Raimi. Obviously, I love Sam Raimi, uh, the director. 
uh, Evil, not fuck the Spider-Man films, it's like Evil Dead, like those are legendary films. But um, so yeah, I think uh, I just saw yesterday. I watched No No Way Home, mm-hmm. and uh, that was a bit of a piece of shit. It was just compared to the Batman. All right, we get it. You're a Batman fan. We get it. Like just that movie, and I'm not even necessarily about. I think this all all of that is just like killing cinema, because uh, you know I'd rather like The Northman is what a movie is to me. Like that's that's what everyone should see. Uh, I'd, I'd recommend The Northman out of any film this year. Um, over Batman, wow. Over Bat, yeah, one hundred percent. Because like, dude, like, yeah, I like the Batman and everything is awesome, but he like walks into rooms and knocks on doors and yeah, he's yeah. like. When he takes the, you know, he's the Terminator with the suit on, and without the suit, he's this scrawny British kid. You yep. know, it's like how are you? He's breaking bones out here. True. He, this guy should look like someone else. Though there was a few things when he injects venom, that was like yo. Yeah, I I, I was like holy fuck! I did not expect to see that. Fully like they're going into the thing, and I I love the way the movie looks. I like the way it sounds. Greg Fraser, the cinematographer, he shot Dune as well. Um, so, beautiful. I like how muddy and, like, very... Like, they, they used anamorphic lenses with, like, I don't know, T, T1.1 or some shit. You know, super shallow depth of field on everything. Uh, it's like a... It's a good noir film. But then I watched No Way Home, and it just looks like any... It just looks like a TV show, first of all. Like, there's no, like, you know, the cinematography sort of whatever. Mm. And the whole plot is just, like, the guy, they want to go to university. Yeah. Like, that's really, that's the whole thing. Unfortunately. Like, eh? Unfortunately. The one thing I don't like about today's cinema is, like, Joker, have you seen Taxi Driver? I don't think I have. If you but you've seen Joker, no. Okay, so watch Taxi Driver, then watch Joker, and then start wondering why Joker, why why Martin Scorsese didn't uh, sue Joker, and it's because he co-produced it. I know about that. It's it's just I mean it's so similar, but the only difference is in Taxi Driver the the main guy, he's a little he's an actual anti-hero. Mm-hmm. He's somewhat redeemable. Whereas in Joker, he just is an unfortunate lunatic who there's nothing to him. There's nothing that like humanizes him, though. You know, the one thing is uh, Tarantino spoke about this, which was he was kind of like, yeah, I was watching the movie The Joker, and uh, yeah, it was all right, whatever. But then when it came to the, there's a scene. There's a talk show scene where something really horrific happens yeah i know about that scene yeah at that point tarantino realized that the entire cinema was rooting for this lunatic for some reason this film made everyone who's seen who watched it think like someone who you know because de niro's character didn't deserve what happened to him all he did was make some jokes but if he didn't do that, if he didn't, Joker didn't do what he did, then uh, we'd all be disappointed. We'd be like, oh, what the fuck? I was, you know. 
True. You know, so which is like an insane thing. Yeah, true. Uh, other than that, it's it's a uh, so this is why I don't like so the Batman as as good as it is, it is just like Zodiac and Seven. Okay, yeah, I get it. I you get know what I mean. Oh, this long as well. The fuck. And it's three hours and fifty million years long. And uh, it's yeah, this got this like attacked on third act with the water and the stadium thingy. Oh, God, I'm gonna get up with anyway. Yeah, so long enough. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so thank you. Oh, good. Thank you for again. Hopefully, this one is. Yeah, uh, this one drops. To, I'll release it tomorrow. I mean, tell me if if you have any problems or anything with that, but. Okay. No, no, no. I'll, I'll just. I want this. I want to turn. I want to turn it around quick. So. All right, sir. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing it out and about. Hopefully, people listen to it. Yes. Ramble for two and a half hours. I know, Christ. So, I'll leave you to it, my boy. Good to chat to you again. Good to chat to you as well. We see you soon. All right. See you soon, man. Have a good night. Take care, man. Take care, my bro. Bye, 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 bye.